Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. We are back for another week. Your boys are back. And by your boys, I mean all four of your boys are back this whoa, week. Whoa. We got a great Ra- topic. Rachel's not here. Rachel is not here this week. We'll talk about Hi. Rachel in a minute. <laughs> Actually, that was, that was pretty accurate. Uh, so anyways, we're back for another great week. We got the whole panel back. The The normal four boys are, are coming at you. I got to be very honest with you guys. I am high right now. Like high as shit high. Like I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I did my normal. I came home. I walked the dog. I made a drink. About 45 minutes before the show, I lit one up. I don't know what the hell was in this thing, but I'm going to do my best tonight to not stutter over myself and be a real mumble and stutter and prick yeah, like stutter spider. And prick. Yeah, so uh, I'll do my best. I can't promise anything. I think it's probably going to get progressively worse as the potty goes along. But uh, but I am still very excited. We got an awesome topic tonight. I want to do a quick shout out to our favorite Rachel, uh, favorite listener, Rachel. There it is uh, <laughs> for subbing in for Marky last night, who was on vacation. Hope you had a last great night. Time. Last week, oh my God, <laughs> DP, can you make a marker right there and slice that? We'll try that again. Uh, thank I you, to Rachel. You know Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you. Uh, again, thank you to Rachel for last uh, week for subbing in for Marky, who had a, who uh, had a vacation. Seems you look refreshed, my man. We're going to talk to you more in, in just a minute. Uh, yeah, first, can I can I real quick just say yeah. thank you to Rachel? That was awesome. She her stepping in. She did a great job. We're very, very thankful. For you to you rachel so uh hopefully you're listening again this week so yeah and you gotta you got thank this, you so much rachel. this is our first time stepping into a podcast uh, a podcast that we had done 46 episodes of for the last year equally so. as attractive as marky yeah y- yeah well i uh, <laughs> all right um yeah. but i i think somebody's subbing in 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 that uh that scenario especially as we've been doing this for as long as we have uh, I was pretty impressive. She did a great job. She brought some great movies to the table, and we had a really, really fun time. Hopefully, we can do it again. Thoughts, feelings, emotions on that, boys? Yeah. Anytime. Awesome. All right. But uh, let's do it. Let's do the thing. Let's go around. You know that thing we do every week? Let's talk to the players. Let's talk to my boys. They're going to start off with my big bro, the COO, one of the co-founders, the number one ranked movie guy in not just, not just the world. The galaxy. He's number one rated right now. And I, I, it's been a number of weeks he's been at number one. And we, we support him and we love him. He is the hot shot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's up, man? I will not give up that ranking ever. Mm. Mm. You have to pry it from my cold, dead hands. I don't see it happening. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of relaxed and whatnot, I'm myself on vacation this coming week. So Hey-o. vacation, not really going anywhere. But yeah. yeah. Hey. Hey, that's what I'm doing, but I'm happy to be here tonight, kicking off vacation week with the podcast. So that's how I love it. Going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, uh, you have uh, taken over the social media role. 
Uh, I know we didn't get any messages or anything this week, but we did. I did see we got a few more followers. People We're up are, to 91. Uh, so come on, guys. Let's get us to 100. Yeah, that'll, that'll make me feel good. Come on. 100. Feel real good. 100. It's a, it's a nice number. Triple digits. Come on, listeners. Let's consider, go. Consider the, the fact that my personal Instagram has like 300 to see my fat face is it's a little uh, we need more so come on guys our listeners please subscribe uh uh aj or follow sorry instagram it's uh movie council pod right right that's what it's called yeah. movie, council pod. Right. At movie council pod that's our instagram tag yep all right. So what about uh, Facebook, Twitter? How are those oh, going? Yeah. Oh, it, I, I, I don't know about those, actually. I don't pay attention to those. <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to be on Twitter anymore. Yeah, Twitter's kind of lame. So, Twitter's but a it is at, at Movie Council Pod in both places. I don't I don't think Facebook gets a lot of traction either, but Instagram, I, does it? Yeah. Does it get some traction? All right, so I, I don't know much about Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely failing in that regard. I, I don't think I should have taken over the social media. I should have taken over the just the Instagram. <laughs> All right, we can make an adjustment. We can make an adjustment on that. That's fine. I'll work on that. I'll put that. I'll put that we'll on see. the list. Well, I, I have some time off next. Obviously, like I said, next week. So I, I, I'll uh, I'll uh, pivot. Try to figure some things out here. Feel free to delete the Twitter account. Okay, it, it, half the people on Twitter are mentally disturbed. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly con- convinced that that is the case. Anyway, we got to move along. We got more introductions to do. I want to swing it over to one of my producers, the, uh, the, another one of my big bros. He is uh, our, our editor as well, our creative guy. I don't know some things. Most importantly, though, he's the chief boy toy, Mr. Dan Sherry. What's up, man? What's going on? Uh, excited to be back this week. I uh, got nothing. You know what? This was this was a good week for uh, for us nerds. I don't know if you saw, but the uh, the Emmy nominations came out, and uh, like one of my favorite shows, the The Boys, was nominated for best drama. Was uh, it really? Oh, yeah, The Mandalorian oh, got a nomination. Nice. Wandavision. So nice. wow. lots of great nerd shows. Uh, it got some Emmy noms. So this was a, a good week for the nerds. Love it, DP, and uh, you. Uh, I see you growing out the beard. You have yeah, this. You, you have this. You have this manner. Serve. You have this manner of looking quite distinguished when the when the silver comes in on the beard. Mm. I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little hot and bothered right now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it's a slightly bit oh, salt and pepper. I salt love and peppers it. here. I love it. My 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 half silver fox over there. Love it. Hey hell, and of course, I I didn't get to do this. The first time in a long time, I had to skip a week. It- yeah. Of saying this, it's yeah. been almost a year. I mean, other than the times that we were off, you know, but it's been a long time. Two I weeks imagine you long. probably still said it even when we weren't recording during those breaks. Most likely, but <laughs> but it always rings a little truer when we do it right on the show. So let's let's not wait any longer. Let's swing it on down to Charlotte. Let's talk to my boy, my security director, my art director, the handsome, sexy, sultry, smooth talking Southern gentleman, fresh off vacation mr marky bondarout what's up man oh not much thank you very much glad to be back um you know i did listen to last week's episode oh boy in its entirety oh, <laughs> shit. all the way through till I, re- the, I regret nothing until yeah. the end jingle no it was uh i had a good laugh it, it was really good i thought rachel did a fantastic job she was a natural at it really yeah um 
and she, I think she, uh, you know, stood her ground and went toe to toe with you guys all the way through. That was really fun to listen to. Uh, she had some great picks. Um, I laughed out loud at the, uh, I mean, it never really gets old to me, but the first time the earlier on in the episode when AJ brings up, I don't know if you know this, I used to work at a place called blockbuster video. Yeah. It always, it always works. Like yeah. it's, al- it's always a home run. So, uh, and yeah. then, uh, it, um, at the end of the episode, her last pick garden state that, that, uh, took me by surprise. That was a fun, <laughs> a fun little surprise there. But no, I, I mean, that was that was a great. I enjoyed it all the way through, and it was fun. You know, I hadn't been to be honest, I hadn't been listening to our own podcast for a little bit because um, there was a period of time, you know, when like you first listen to yourself that you're like get weirded out mm. by listening to your own voice, and then you get over that, and then you start listening to it, and you're like, yeah, I, you know, I'm comfortable listening to myself, like in the third person, uh, so to speak. And then there was a period of time where I'm like, okay, I've heard myself talk enough. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I uh, hadn't listened to our own show for a bit. So it was fun to listen to our show uh, with myself removed to kind of be totally out of it. I, I could enjoy it from a, a outside perspective, I felt like. And it was, it was, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. And, and top it off, we got five new movies added to our doomsday fallout shelters where we all live in the hyperloop and can go see each other anytime so you can watch mm-hmm. those movies you want i now get to see garden state whenever i want uh marky i think i mentioned this last week too at the end of the podcast that it's a little it always gets a little fuzzy at the end um but the uh one of her honorable mentions was 28 days later i heard that uh, yeah yeah and uh dp one of her other honorable mentions was the princess bride so mm-hmm. um so you know those are th- we already had those so that's good um, but she had some great picks, some really outside yeah. the box ones, which was I thought was really cool. So it's a good episode. So I, I like the fact that we got some options on people. I feel like Andrew Harvey did a great job. I feel like Rachel did a good job. I, hell, I think you know when Michaela did the debate, I think Michaela did a good job. So I think we got yeah, we got yeah. some options if we need some some stand-ins. So uh, if uh, anybody needs a a week off, uh, fill out you know the the form. It's online. Uh, you know, within our company, there's a, you know, a mainframe PTO request, fill that out, uh, send it over to me in whatever method you like email, or if you just want to stop by my office, just bypass HR. Can we, yeah. Can we, you know, push this into the 21st century? You know, have it be a little more electronic. You know? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather just stop by my office and? I was gonna say, I think we should actually have a full meeting about every day off from now on. Okay. The four of us get together. Uh, you know, pick an office, one of our offices, and we'll mm-hmm. all yeah. discuss. Time a little on. powwow. Let's really, yeah. really think it yeah. out. You know, <laughs> yeah. And if you're going to be insufferable about it, I just won't grant the time off. So I mean, all right. <laughs> anywho, all right. So Sounds listen, terrible. we are back to it. Uh, this week it is uh, Marky. You are back from vacation, but you yeah. are up this week, my man. Why don't you go over what your topic was, how we're going to do things, and then you do whatever the hell you got to do. It's all yours, sure. kid. Yeah. All right. So this is uh. Uh, a bit of a broad topic, but uh, we've been talking about this for a little bit and I feel like it'd be a very fun discussion because there's a lot to touch on and to try and narrow it down. I gave you guys some talking points. So what we're going to be talking about tonight is movie franchises as a whole. Um, And to try and narrow down our discussion a bit, I asked you guys to pick a movie within the franchise of your choosing to focus on. So first you're going to pick uh, a movie franchise um, 
your favorite, so to speak, or the one that you want to bring to the table. And then within that franchise, your favorite movie um, that's in the, that series. And I also asked you guys, I'm not sure if you did your homework, but uh, maybe a few facts about the franchise would be fun. And I, I got a few facts myself just in the broad topic um, as far as uh, length of time, amount of films, and global ticket sales, which is uh, kind of interesting. So um, maybe we go with, let's see, throwing a dart at the board. How about hey, AJ? God damn it. You want to talk about yours first? I didn't bring any facts to the table, so I'm struggling here. Well, go, if you go. want, I could talk about mine, and then if you want to no, Google, right. Google, Google something, that's fine. give it a Goog. Sorry, did you say Zoogle? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's this new search platform that's, uh, that's taking off in India. It's very, very popular. India? Amongst, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Zoogle. DP, can you look into that for me, please? Thank you. Honest off. Thank you. So, AJ, how, what are we doing? Talk so, I... Me. I picked, um, I, they, they, they called the View Askew Universe. So it's the Kevin Smith films throughout the, uh, the 90s, I think in early 2000s, basically, um, starting with the movie Clerks and kind of ending with the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yes, that was um, the most recent one. Like yeah. 2019, so think, 2020, that came out. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah, it was a while between Clerks 2 and, the reboot but <clears throat> so basically they're, they're like some franchises function differently so this one is they're different stories but they 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 have all kinds of through lines and threads that tie them together so what the major thread is the characters of jane silent bob that that uh permeate throughout the entire um series and then they have other actors that play different characters in different movies. And then they show up as that character in another movie or two characters in the same, like Jane South Bob Strike Back or, you know, like Brian O'Halloran plays, you know, Dante Hicks. And then in Mallrats, he's Gil Hicks. And, you know, they just kind of have all these, these, these threads that, that tie the films together. Although, except for, the reboot and I guess Clerks 2 Clerks 2 there's really it's not about sequels it's just about these these stories that happened in the same world in New Jersey and obviously Jane Silent Bob they go on a road trip but in, in um, Strikes Strikes Back but um, I it's it's a Gen X sort of world right like Kevin Smith <laughs> that's what he's appealing to in these films based on the the time that they come out they, they came out um we have talked about i was going to pick clerks as sort of the movie i wanted to focus on but we've talked a bit about clerks um his featured debut debut in black and white which just centers on um um a quick stop employee who's not supposed to go into work not supposed to be working one day and gets called in and you know it's just the day in the life with a bunch of shit that goes down but i didn't do that one um it, that and the one i picked are probably the most critically acclaimed uh, kevin smith film so chasing amy his third feature film in 1997 is starring a lot of the same people 
as the previous film, which is Mallrats, Jason Lee, Ben Affleck, Joey Lauren Adams, um, just playing different characters, but making reference to stuff that happened in other films. So there's scenes where they're like referencing characters and that you that you hear about in Clerks or see in Rick Clerks. Darris. Rick yeah. Darris so is one of them. Uh, Caitlin so Bree. Uh, uh, um, uh, even Joey Lauren Adams' character talks about um, Caitlin Bree talks about uh, the girl that died in the YMCA in the swimming, swimming pool. pool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had the aneurysm, and that's brought up in Mallrats. So it's like you tie these threads together all the time. Um, so chasing Amy. Ben Affleck stars as this guy Holden and Jason Lee's his buddy Banky, who they create a comic book called Blunt Man and Chronic, which is the superhero uh, alter egos of um, of Jane Silent Bob. So it's that that's that's the thread tying that together. And then he meets Ben Affleck meets and falls in love with Joey Lauren Adams character. And uh, he finds out early on that she's gay and uh and that takes him by surprise at first and but he falls for her they become friends and then he falls for her and it gets messy at times and it's out of all the kevin smith films i feel like this one's probably the most melodramatic at times there's a lot of of that seriousness um that runs through and that heartbreak and stuff Although it is infused with humor, just when you think it's going to get too melodramatic, you know, there's some humor that Jason Lee brings to it. And then about half half an hour left in the film, you finally see Jane Silent Bob and they bring some humor into it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty serious. It's very serious at times, but it's raunchy as a lot of Kevin Smith stuff is. Um, and but I watching it again this week, I, you know, I liked it as much. It's just, it's not as funny as I remembered it being. I think because it is a little melodramatic, dramatic, and having more recently seen Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, which is more just funny all the way through. It's yeah. all gags. It's all humor. It's there's a star-studded cast. It's more, you know, they're just trying to hit on more cylinders with the comedy. So it's different, but I think it's, you know, it's a really, solid film and still think it is and I still like the characters and I still like the way it ends and I I, I enjoyed it a lot so but the view universe is one that I've I sort of grew up with in my formative years you know I've seen clerks countless times mall rats almost as many and chasing Amy not quite as much but you know the rest of them so many times and uh it unlike some of the uh franchises that we'll, we'll talk about later uh, the, the um the box office was not you know a huge they didn't make generate big numbers in this franchise um i well, don't just, have those numbers <laughs> just about but, if i could interrupt just for a second though wasn't um uh just about all of kevin smith's movies like independently funded were they are they all independent films i don't know if all of them are but the early ones definitely yeah. certainly were and but as they as later. they got bigger and as they start like i mean gene silent bob has got him will ferrell in it for crying sure. out loud. Like, uh, yeah, they have a, he, there's a lot of people in those films but when he starts even 
even after that, when he starts doing like uh, Tusk and um, Red State, I feel yeah, like those, those were all like funded by him, basically. Yeah, I think he right. took a, at that he's point a, he's, he could, he's an right? interesting guy. Yes, yeah, he's. I um, sorry to cut you off, AJ. No, 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 please. To, um, no, he's he's a very interesting guy as as far as a filmmaker goes because I get the impression that he very much just makes what he wants to make. You know, it's all his stories written and directed by uh, most of the time, maybe all of them. Um, yep. 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 And I'm not as familiar with the uh, view askew uh, series or production company. I have seen more of his later stuff and I hadn't seen chasing Amy, but I did watch it uh, last night for the first time. Um, and it was delightfully nineties. I enjoyed absolutely all of, you know, the, uh, backdrop, just the, um, activities that they were getting into the, the clothes, everything about it was just, uh, a nice snapshot of the mid late nineties. One thing I noticed, and let me ask you guys opinion on this. Um, did you see how stained Ben Affleck's fingers are from smoking? And do you think that is makeup or do you think he actually smokes that much? I his, did notice that. And I, I don't I know if not. he was a wow. smoker. His fingers yeah, he was were definitely a smoker. Yellow. So yeah. Cause all the characters smoke in the noticed. movie, but like his fingers are straight up yellow. Wow. Um, yeah, I did. I did notice that. Um, so I, I don't know to answer your question, but yeah. Um, but the, the movie as a whole, I enjoyed very much. I, I uh, like I said, I hadn't seen it before. Um, and I imagine at the time, you know, if I had to place myself back there, it, I would think that it was uh, maybe not groundbreaking is the right word, but it's uh, a great topic to touch on, right? Because so much of the, the dialogue in the movie is talking about uh, sexual orientation and uh, yep. terminology for different uh, groups or, you know, sexual preference. And it's a lot of like Jason Lee using words that are straight black booked in this day and age. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at that, and even at that time, Ben Affleck was like, come on, man, like, don't say that, you know? And right. Um, Alyssa Jones, the character, uh, uh, the, the main female lead, and she describes like her orientation and, Ben Affleck trying to piece together what that means in his head. He's like, just don't be gay. And she's like, fuck you. You know, like, this is, I am gay. This is who I am. He's like, come on. So, you know, I, th- I thought that, you know, <laughs> thinking about back then, that was probably a lot of people watching that, you know, were learning and taking notes like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, this is uh, what a lot of this means. But so in the realm of this universe, and I would say this is probably the most serious film. Um, there are some certainly tense scenes that, you know, a lot of them do land really well. There's a scene where they're in the hockey rink and they start to get into it and, and, yeah. and Holden's being kind of an asshole mm-hmm. and throwing these things that are based on some information that he had, he had discovered prior right. to this mm-hmm. scene. And then finger cuffs. Yeah, yeah. Finger cuffs. yeah, yeah. I love the, that how, name. how she was in a three way, right? Like, yeah. And, yeah. you know, when she was young, like who doesn't, you know, she was just doing some shit. No, that's her. That was her life leading it. That was her. Those were her experiences. And she makes a lot of great points. Like she gets very upset at him in the parking lot. But I think that scene resonates pretty well. And I think it's well done. And I think they they both actors do a a nice job um, in that scene out in the parking lot. So, 
you know, some of those land really well. And yeah, um, I think, so, I, think I think it's still a good film. It's in, to Marky's point. Yeah. It's got those nineties sensibilities and the, I enjoyed that the, though. Yeah. And, and it, and it, you know, it certainly is a nineties film, but yeah, I think, I think um, Smith gets, a, gets a lot out of those leads. Yeah, you know, I think they, I was Affleck has some great moments. That's what I was yeah. going to say. I was surprised by Affleck's uh, performance in that one. Where was that in Reindeer Games? Like he really brought <laughs> it to the table in Chasing Amy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. The, phoned it in in Reindeer I, Games. Yeah, I really do because they do most of the heavy lifting in that film. It's a small film. It's not a lot of you know, not a lot of characters with speaking part or major speaking parts. It's yeah. It's it's the three of them basically, and I think they they do a really good job. And, and you know, I think Jason Lee is is sort of like a quintessential Kevin Smith film yeah. character, like Big you know time. what I mean. You know, so and, he, and was, he does a really good job in this. He was still a professional skateboarder at that time too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was you know that was acting was just kind of like his uh, thing that he was doing on the side. I don't know how he originally got linked up with. Kevin Smith, but he was yeah. very much still involved in the professional skateboard world at that time. Which is shocking because he is actually a very talented actor. He's extremely yeah. animated. He seems very, very comfortable on camera. I, I mean, obviously he wasn't classically trained, but I like Jason Lee. Um, I always have like I loved him in um, in uh, Almost Famous. Uh, Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was excellent I, I, in that. So yeah, I mean, I always kind of like him. He's just uh, like uh, for chasing Amy. He was my favorite character in the movie. Yeah. Like I you just, like ch- you like chasing Amy, right? Do I do. Yeah, it's, it's, I hadn't watched it in a long time. I actually watched about three quarters of it before we went on tonight. Um, it is good. Ben Affleck has yeah, the, like the the moment. It gets a little um, gets a little over the top when he's explaining his love for her in the car and like it yeah. goes on a little long he's pontificating it it gets to be a bit much but the <sighs> writing is great uh, it's very poignant um it, it, it it's a good movie it's kind of a classic i mean it's a classic tale but with like a, a in a, a non-classic uh twist to it you know right. guy falls in love you know whatever um I, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. I always liked it. I, I think you're right in the sense. I, I think when I saw it ages ago, I liked it more. Yeah. I think my biggest problem now, because I'm such a uh, heartless prick these days, I think I, I start when I watch one of these movies, I, I start like picking out the things I don't like. And as much as Joey Lauren Adams can get it, she cannot act. She's really she's not a, she's not good. And the only thing she does worse than act in this movie is sing. Um, mm-hmm. that movie, that I think that was really hard. She, I, I, okay. If they hired somebody to be that bad, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't like her in the movie. I wish I she was someone else. Not, a, I'm not a fan of her in general. But, she but Kevin, she Kevin, can get it. Kevin Smith is a fan of her, though, clearly. Yeah. Uh, he puts yeah, he her, he dated her. They, oh. they were dating. When, that when makes they, sense. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. But, that makes could, sense. Can I just say, though, about that scene when she's singing? Like that moment when Jason Lee, when he like looks around yeah. and yeah. starts putting together that they're in a lesbian <laughs> really bar. Good. A whole lot really of chicks good. in here. And that fucking <laughs> smile. <laughs> He's so happy. Yeah. Oh, I love that it's character, by the way. Scene. The uh, the uh, black comic book writer. I forget his name. Yeah. The character's name. But the guy that plays like this hard, like Black Panther type. Yeah, and then when he's not in front of his audience, he's like this very flamboyant guy that just like flips back. Guys, yeah, the he- opening scene in the movie 
is like one of the it, probably the funniest thing. The, the whole thing with, with Jason, yeah, Jason Lee gets into the fight, but then they go to that guy, that that dude speaking there. He's yeah. like, "What does Nubian Prince mean? A Nubian king? I guess <laughs> what's a Nubian? <laughs> what's a Nubian? <laughs> I was like, what's a Nubian? Yeah, that's like that shit's hilarious. Like, Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. the first ten <laughs> minutes the- are probably the funniest in the entire movie. Right, but that's the thing. It, it's a little more serious than other stuff he had done previously, and then even stuff he would do afterwards. So this yeah. one, he leans into the drama a little bit more, and some of it's a little messy. Mm-hmm. But um, I think overall, I think it told know, the story it, well. Though it yeah. deserves, yeah, it deserves the um, you know the the good critical acclaim it got. I think for I the think most so part, too. for the most part, and um, I I still enjoy it. I liked watching it again. Can I ask? Um, like I said, I'm not as familiar with the the that universe from Kevin Smith. Um, was this the first movie that Silent Bob spoke in? Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to get in. I, ah. I was going to say that's that's what made this movie so great. Was up until then, Silent Bob just had like one little line yeah. in each yeah. movie, and so the fact that he went into right. the whole chasing Amy story yeah. was like, a, you know, at the time was like, whoa, Silent Bob's talking. It was fucking very yeah. philosophical, and yeah, and then right. Jay and, and is like, chasing Shut. Amy story is <laughs> yeah. awesome too. Like he yeah. he does a fucking great job with that story. So, but mm. he had spoken before. It was just brief little thing. Yeah, yeah he had like one little line in a you know. uh in mall rats mall rats it was like a you know action adventure a jedi craves not these things or something right. like that yeah, yeah. Dogma, and dogma no and... ticket <laughs> <laughs> and let's see clerks it was uh he says something on the, oh, way the, the line store, about right? you know there's tons of hot women in this country but uh not all of them bring them bring you lasagna yeah or, yeah <laughs> something to that effect let me so. can i say one more thing about chasing amy i really I, i'm sorry to be the negative one here because i do i do like the movie but i really don't like the end and like it, you know this whole like we need to have a three-way thing like what the fuck was no, that i like, like that. You thinking, I, yeah i know i i thought the whole thing was kind of preposterous um I, no i i liked it because i mean to be honest you need to bang both of them out at the same time that's i so we could make her finger cuffs i mean that yeah, makes no sense it, it it was preposterous but i'll tell you I I liked it in a sense that I've not been in that exact situation. Obviously, I've never met Jason Lee, but I have been in a situation where I've dated a girl and there was like a roundabout kind of situation and I was missing out on a sexual conquest that she had had. And I never got as far as, as to propose something that Ben Affleck's character did but that was always something that was kind of in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like seeing that play out for me was almost like, Oh, this is what would have happened if I actually fleshed these ideas out in real life, it, it would have gone terribly wrong. No, I know. But I, and, and I think the whole thing was meant to be more symbolic than, than, you know, specific like that and actual, but realistic, but I don't know the whole, that whole scene for me was just weird. And I, I feel like it didn't fit, but I don't know. I mean, it, he, he takes a shot at things sometimes and Kevin Smith does, and you gotta, you gotta respect him for that. Yeah. Um, and AJ real quick, you'd mentioned, you know, that his movies are raunchy. I'll definitely call them raunchy, but they're like, they're like subtly raunchy. Yeah. Like it's not, it's just like, they just speak about raunchy things. Not many raunchy things actually like happen. 
uh, like other than in Clark. Right, it, right. The language is raunchy. Right, right. And like the 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 scenarios they come up with are, are raunchy. But right. Uh, but like it's not like it's not like a Farrelly Brothers movie. We're getting your nuts caught in your zipper, you know, something like right. that. Right. No, like Banky and Alyssa are in the di- the diner or the bar or whatever at that point, talking about the different like times they got injured, like yeah, sexual right, things, right, yeah. like you know, raunchy like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good flick. Yeah, I don't mean to be negative. It is. I like it. It's good stuff. I just, DP, you know, you got I noticed a couple things today. That's all. Yeah, uh, just something I want to add about the View Universe uh, as a whole. Weirdly, the movie Dogma, you cannot watch it anywhere. Mm. Like due to some weird like rights issues going on, it is not available to stream anywhere. They no longer produce DVDs for it. Yep. So I like, if you that. own a DVD, you can, you know, there's the only way you can watch Dogma right now. I've never seen all the movie. all the yeah. other ones you can find free yeah. somewhere, like either on Hulu, which is where Chasing Amy and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back are, or I think mm-hmm. Clerks is on Prime, uh, maybe HBO you know, Max yeah, or something HBO like Max, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no idea, yeah, yeah. The, 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 relig- the religious part thing, like the whole concept of the story, problem. Mm. Very interesting. Well, do you guys have um, anything else that you'd like to add to this film or franchise before we move on to the next one? So I'll say real quick, guys, um, I I read an article earlier today about like the top 50, like highest grossing franchises of all time. AJ, this won't shock you, but the view askew universe did not fall Mm -hmm. into the top 50. No, I thought I thought it was a outside, like a bit of an off the beaten path. No, that's no, I, I love. I, I told you, I, I told you, I love the pick. I think it's awesome. I just wanted to say that's one of the things I'm going to focus on. You know, like when we get to mine. But it yeah, just, it was it, certainly not a not a uh, money maker. No, I mean, franchise. You probably added up the uh, critics' reviews. I'd say it's probably in the top ten. I, that's the, that's the interesting part, though, right? Is because they are uh, widely loved and appreciated and it, yeah do they have classics, any, a lot they have of any misses classics. really i mean do you look at any of those movies and go yeah i mean like did you like clerks too uh no okay i'll give you that one i did not like i really it, like clerks too so i thought it was okay but i i, yeah. I wouldn't say i hated it but it, it, yeah that's probably the the closest thing to a miss is uh is jersey girl in that it's jersey not girl? in that universe okay no. okay all right all right that's the one he did with his daughter yeah no. and yeah no, that, that was ben affleck and uh Jennifer Lopez and um, well, Jennifer Lopez eats it early on, and then it's him yeah, and, and then, uh, uh, what's her name? Liv Steven Tyler, Tyler. Liv yeah, Tyler's yeah. daughter, yeah, Steven <laughs> <Tyler>. <laughs> yeah, Steven Tyler with a vagina. Um, yes. <clears throat> no, I mean, oh, so I, is that isn't that a Ke- that's not a Kevin Smith movie though? It, oh, it, no, it's a Kevin Smith just movie, doesn't fall into it's, the just, universe. Yeah, it's not it, in the view of Scooter, even though it's yeah. set in Jersey, right? right I mean, but it doesn't yeah. have that like Jane Silent Bob thing going, it right. doesn't, yeah. it's not in that universe. They don't talk about Rick Darris, and, and right, yeah, uh, yeah. George Carlin isn't a hitchhiker, he's offer, offer it head for a ride. Right? I was gonna say, because yeah, Jersey Girl is like it's all right, I mean, it's got some funny lines in it. You know, like uh, we but don't George have to get into it. it, it George Carlin is in Jersey Girl, right? Yeah, and he's got some, yeah. he's got some great lines in it too. And and uh, it's not bad. I mean, it's not a movie I'd go out of my way to see again, but it's 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 not bad. So I I just didn't know. Right, and that whole comic book thing pervades like that universe, like the right. You know, he's a Kevin Smith's a big comic book guy, so yeah, um, that's a big part of it. Hmm. Which actually, right. that's that's what I got. Yeah. Very good. I I enjoyed the pick, like uh. Uh, we touched on or age or uh, TW was pointing out too. you know, it's not 
they're, they're not big earners, but they are very widely loved. So oh, it does, does, uh, I appreciate you bringing that to the table. Um, hey, can I just yes. say one thing real quick? Um, I'll allow speaking it. of the, you know, comic book thing with Kevin Smith, in the movie Captain Marvel, there's the scene with uh, like Stan Lee's cameo is him reading the script for Mall Rats. Huh. Like going through his mm. lines that he had when he was in Mallrats. I love his role in Mallrats. Yeah. Oh, because it's, yeah, it's and, cool. and uh, uh, you said Captain Marvel because that yeah, because that was the, set in the nineties. That's so. right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, with no objection, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next one, and mm. I'm objection. going to. <laughs> I, I spent a week in court, by the way. I was uh, on the, <laughs> on jury duty for the past five days, so all I've right. got all these objection. On what basis? Uh, speculation. Sustained. <laughs> like all these words are just like ringing through my ears that I've been hearing at nauseum for the past five days. Um, right, uh, Tim, AJ, sidebar. Um, <laughs> may I approach the bench? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Nice. Um, Mr. So, Trotta, imagine that happened. Some, suddenly my cousin Vinny broke out during, I, I don't know. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I told you. I'm high. I'm high. Sorry, Mark. Move on. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to move on to my pick next. Um, and the reason I'm doing it is because I actually didn't watch my choice in my franchise this week. Um, but I you know it. Time. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I didn't know how long this discussion would be. So let's go ahead and talk about my next. And um, for those of us who do have some uh, facts and statistics, you guys want to save them till the end we'll just talk about movies during our roundtable discussion and, and yeah. then at the end of the our, our uh, well, movie guys to be to be honest uh -huh. with you i i put up a bunch of uh what no th th i would say throw your throw your facts it, out there right now because I'm, okay. I'm gonna i get some for rocky i don't think we should save them for the end sure okay it kind of yeah, goes some. into how i'm gonna do it yeah, so. yeah yeah all right so the franchise i picked the franchise i picked is james bond um the film within that franchise is GoldenEye. And that is, a th that's my hands down favorite James Bond movie. GoldenEye came out in 1995. That was Pierce Brosnan. I believe that was his first appearance as James Bond. Um, you had Femke Jensen as the villainess. And uh, her name was Xenia Onatop. As always in a James Bond movie, you have some weird sexual <laughs> female character name and sean bean spoiler alert dies as he does in every film or tv show he it's plays true. the villain um that starts out as uh his uh uh co-worker for oh. mi6 <laughs> yeah 006 next to 007 um so briefly here james bond you know, and, and looking at these different stats for the franchises, um, I started seeing a little bit of like conflicting information. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll say what I found here. I believe the James Bond series began in 1962, which makes it 59 years old. There have been seven, seven different actors to play James Bond. There have been 25 films and globally, it has generated $6.89 billion. 
over that 20 or uh, 59 years and 25 films. Marky, number three all time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I saw too. Number three, James Bond, which is pretty impressive until we get into number two and number one, which fucking blows it out of the water. Mm -hmm. But uh, Goldeneye for me, you know, this was like I said, 1995 is when it came out. Um, I probably watched it a couple years after it came out because I remember seeing it like on VHS at home. But, and I don't know if this was the, I don't think it was the first James Bond movie I saw, but it, it 100% left a lasting impression to me. Like this was to me what James Bond was. It, it, it had it all, you know, just the quintessential stereotypes of what a James Bond film are, are packed into this movie. I will say the only thing I think they left out in this movie, Goldeneye, as far as what you get out of a James Bond movie is that he never had his car with the tricks. You see, mm-hmm. he's got like a BMW Z3, which was like a hot car at the time. And he, and uh, the CIA guy, um, blanking on his name right now, he's a reoccurring character. Um, he, he tells him like, you know, be careful. Or, it's, you know, or Q tells him, sorry, Q tells him that, uh, you know, be careful. You got rockets and jet booster and all that shit. And th- that Z3 is only in the movie for like, 15 seconds he never does anything with it he drives it from point a to point b on the island and then gives it up to the well, he, he's uh too busy driving a tank yeah <laughs> and that was what i was gonna get at next the setting in this movie is so good as far as the locations that they go um you know it starts out at this like uh russian or siberian uh, serbian something like military complex and right out the gate of the movie he starts using his secret agent gadgets he's got his laser watch you know he repels down the side of the dam he pops up with his suppressed ppk and you know shortly after that they start putting up all these time mines and everything um and early on in the movie he gets in that big shootout with all those russian guards with uh 006 and from there he goes to like a like a panamanian jungle um they're in moscow again at one point that's where he busts out in the tank when uh, they escape from like the kgb headquarters he starts driving a tank um it's it's just just the the backdrop that, that they go through and the the scale of this movie like i said 90, 1995 this is still when you had movies where they the practical effects were either real life blowing something up or destroying something like a car or a tank actually running shit over or they made these very detailed models that you know they painstakingly uh constructed over who knows how long just to blow up again so it's very enjoyable to watch the story itself has a nice uh almost a twist with you know he loses his partner in the very beginning turns out later in the film his partner has been a mastermind this whole time and trying to take this shit down um zinya on is one of the more memorable bond villainesses i think as far as like bad chicks go you know she's the one that squeezes you so tight with her legs that she crushes you breaks your ribs you know suffocates you being sexy and then uh Again, Pierce Brosnan, his debut as James Bond, I think he nailed it. You know, he's, he was that suave on paper. He, he is James Bond to me. And it may have just been the time 
when I saw it, but Goldeneye to me has always been the James Bond. From there, I kind of base all James Bonds after that. Yes, AJ. Well, they made a really popular video game. Oh, I love shit, that game. Yeah. I oh played that game to death. Out, out of out of that movie, that movie, the 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 licensing and all that, yes. like they made so much money. Um, Goldeneye for, for Goldeneye. Nintendo 64. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and a licensed that, game like that, they made some major money. Not, not only that, but that game was groundbreaking. That spawned an entire avenue of types of games. Oh, we it played was, so much co-op 007 yeah. Goldeneye. Oh my God. It was crazy. How it much, wasn't, it like, wasn't I'm, the first. I'm, I'm up next. I'm up next. <laughs> it wasn't the first first-person shooter. I don't even think it was the first no, Doom. I think shooter. Doom. Doom yeah. was one of the first. Duke yeah. Nukem. Yeah. Duke Nukem and Doom were before. Yes, correct. Um, and I was what I was going to say. I don't. I don't even. Well, Goldeneye may have been the first first-person multiplayer video game. Yeah, with like um, four yeah. people. Yeah, to be able to go one on one. This is the first time you could do four people. Yeah, you did. They had the quad. Yeah, the quad screen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the guns were great in that. Yeah. Uh, the maps. The golden the, gun. Yeah, the golden, golden gun. Job. The, no the, odd the, job. Uh, the yeah, maps. No were, odd job. Using odd job cheating. is cheating. And, uh, <laughs> the 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 uh, maps were really cool in that one. Oh, yeah. Like facility. I still fun. remember the name. Yeah, facility was the name of yeah. the uh, the the first level in in the movie. Um, so so that I mean satellite. just that alone, I think Bond kind of uh, emerged as a because it was more before Brosnan. It was all about Connery and oh yeah and Timothy Dalton and 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 some of these uh, Roger Moore Roger right Moore. Yeah. right Roger Moore right. And, and all them before that. And there's been so many Bond films, but yeah. Brosnan brought it to like this different level, especially with the N64 game. Like it just, oh, I don't know, it's just something crazy. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's crazy about that too is, is that game came out in 1997. I was still playing that game 1999 when I went to college, two years later. <laughs> we played that shit every night my freshman year. We, we would smoke like a pound of weed oh, yeah. and play that game for like eight straight hours and not get sick of it. It was fucking unbelievable. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know this is this isn't a video game podcast. But, I could um, talk about Nintendo 64 Goldeneye all day. It's so it I, was so fun. I cut my teeth on that game. And by the way, the game, the gameplay is very similar to the movie. Um, yeah. so you're gonna play the game and watch the movie, basically. So um Mark, yeah, I all the say, characters. I yeah. want to say this real quick. Um I didn't get I decided not to watch it again this week. I, I, I've seen it a number of times, uh, Goldeneye. It's great. And like you said, Pierce Brosnan, I don't know. There's something about his cast as James Bond. It just, it just, he just is, especially yeah. in that, in the nineties, it just, it made so much sense for Pierce Brosnan. He just really uh, encompassed that. It was just, it was, it was a great casting job. And so, he, and he looked great on the movie poster, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I decided instead, and we don't have to get too far into this because we're talking about one movie. So, because I wanted to know the difference in a modern day James Bond movie, as opposed to the one from the mid nineties. And there's a, there's, there's a big difference in 25 years uh-huh. Um, or, or with the movie I watched about 20 years because I watched Skyfall, uh, yeah. the, the Daniel Craig one. The highest and, grossing James Bond film at the moment. 
I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, I thought it was I really good, but it was weird because I liked it or I fucking loved it just as much as I loved Goldeneye, but for very, very different reasons. Because even though they're both James Bond movies, they're very different movies. Um, it's, the 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 Skyfall one is, is a lot more rugged. Um, it, it, it's 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 not as um, trendy, quirky. Um, uh, is it darker? It's definitely darker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you think, you know, obviously, you know, he's not dead, but he takes a bullet in the beginning. Uh, it's really, really good. And it, well, it's directed by Sam Mendes. Sam Mendes directed that and he directed Spectre, uh, which I didn't watch, but I hear wasn't quite as good. Spectre, what, yeah, correct. Yeah. What, was the, what was the first Daniel Craig Bond film? Was that Cena Royale? Oh. That I one heard, was very was good. That, I heard that was excellent. The, I, never was, seen I, I agree. I don't want to say Casino Royal Royale was a remake of what the original Bond film? Yes, with um, George Lazenby. No, was, yeah. uh, Lazenby was the first one with Casino Royale. And I will also Are say sure? that you know, watching Judy Dench, that was her first one, Goldeneye, um, and then Skyfall ended up being her last one. But I, I, I love, um, I love I, Sam Mendes is an amazing director. Obviously, he does. Um, American Beauty, which is one of my favorite. Nineteen Seventeen. Nineteen Seventeen is fucking oh, outstanding. That was, the, the, it's Sam Mendes is awesome. Um, there, but Marky, there's a new there's a new one coming out, right? Uh, no time. To I think die. so. Yeah, and the I director. It, I don't even know who the hell the guy is, but um, I think it's had like a, a COVID hiccup. You it, know, it's yeah, it's like, been postponed like, a number of times. So. Yeah. Hey, that that those numbers might be jumping up. I don't think it's ever going to catch number two, uh, no matter how well this next one does. Um, but it's uh. I did. I I really I really enjoyed it. I mean, I've seen some of the older ones, and then I, Pierce Brosnan. I always thought was my favorite Bond, and he probably still is over David uh, Daniel Craig. But I feel like I just enjoyed Skyfall a little bit more just because of my preferences on movies. Well, if I and if I can add to that, um, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Um, I think, in fact, I, I I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying. I mean, at the time, Pierce Brosnan was the pick. Goldeneye when it came out was gritty at that time because it was always kind of more uh you know, i think you no know, timothy dalton was before him so timothy dalton was a little bit gritty but then roger moore it was a little bit more kind of like pompous right of, of an attitude so it was it was more rough and rugged when uh gold first came out um and it was just kind of it, but he still had that suave nature and it was classic which these are all uh characteristics of the of the character um, but as you get to uh, Daniel Craig, I think they made the right choice in turning the movie. They, they had to grow it. They can't, they can't keep it, or the, the franchise, they can't keep it at the same pace and the same level mm -hmm. as, as far as uh, where they're pushing this character. And so whenever Daniel Craig comes on board, it is even more harsh, more rough, more gritty it's tougher, it's, it's faster, it's harder, you know, it's, and for that reason, I think they are better, but it doesn't take away from me. It doesn't take anything away from the uh, 1995 Goldeneye for me. AJ. Did, did uh, Daniel Craig uh, directly follow Brosnan as Bond? Um, was somebody in between? Was, was there someone in between? No, I think he did. Because Brosnan did it for quite a while. Um, Timothy Dalton was before Brosnan. Just before Brosnan, yeah. Yeah. So then, yeah, I think that was. So it went thing. directly from Brosnan to Craig. Craig's think, done what? Three films or four films? Uh, he did Casino Royale. He did Spectre. He did um, Skyfall. Skyfall, and there was another one, I believe. Um, well, he's got the he's got the new one, the new time, No Time to Die. 
No, correct. But I think there's another one that's still. Um, okay. And Craig is, uh, do we like Craig as a Bond? I haven't seen any of the I Craig do. Bond. Yeah. Okay. People, people for a bit were talking like, oh, he's, he's blonde haired and blue eyed. Like, you know, the, you know, for a period of time, there was uh, a rumor that Idris or Idris Elba was going to be playing James Bond next. Well, I, I would right? like that. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, that was it. Was a it's, I think it started out as a rumor, but then, as some rumors go, it began to get traction, and people were like, "Fucking do it! Put him in there! Let's see it! Let's do it!" Because I don't think the character needs to be stuck to you know, brown, British guy. Brown, yeah, British or brown guy. hair. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, I think it would be. And if Idris Elba, we've seen him in. Although Idris Elba where, is British, isn't he? <laughs> he, he, is. he is British. He is, yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's a big fucking athletic suave dude he's a, like, if he anything, is a big dude yeah if anything i think he could he could crush it in that role i think that would be awesome to i see. mean he played if you ever watched luther um i mean and, he it's just he, he's and, a and, bad bad dude yeah he could pull it off and when was when was he last in something idris elba a gunslinger like what was he uh maybe was that after alien uh prometheus yeah, it was Gunslinger or Dark Tower, whatever it was called. Yeah. Oh, he's he has um, a DP is over there scrolling through Grinder right now, but he was uh, Idris Elba was in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was just looking it up because, yeah, I knew like, yeah, George Lazenby wasn't Bond in uh, Casino Royale. Was it, it was not? Da- it was David Niven. David Niven. Yeah, he played him just once in Casino Royale. I think Lazenby was what he he it was came 1969 in, he, after he Sean Connery, in, but then Connery came back, didn't he? Yeah, it, uh, Connery left for like a film and then or two, whatever, and he oh, came and, back. And Lazenby did like Stepped on in. Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's it. Yeah. TW, all right. The grinder joke was really funny. <laughs> that, was really, that, really, that really got me. I'm sorry. All right, I'm all right. I'm fine. He wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we don't need to. Uh, I don't know if we need to spend any more time on this. That's you know, uh, James Bond. So I picked this franchise as my favorite because I still get excited when I see a new James Bond movie coming out. Right. All right. Um, and I, I like hearing, like we just talked about, uh, is his name Idris or Idris? I think it's Idris. Idris. Um, I got excited about that. So I, whenever I or hear, Idris. whenever I hear rumors about uh, the next James Bond, at one point uh, there was speculation that Tom Hardy might do it, and you know I was like, "Ooh, that's exciting!" So I, I like, as I'm still very much ex, uh, fascinated and drawn and look forward to news about new James Bond movies. Who's going to be in it? What's you know? I don't necessarily run to the box off or you know run to the theater to see it opening day but uh i i have seen out of the 25 movies there's probably two or three that i've missed and it sounds like it's still going strong though right because yeah. they're, they're oh, yeah. throwing out big names for the next bond i mean yeah yeah they're, they're if, if these big names want to want to be bond it, it's it's you know it, the franchise is going strong and with the daniel craig movies they had um um Who's the guy? Uh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. That plays Anton Chigurh. 
Um, Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, yeah. He's great in Skyfall, man. And then Christoph Waltz played one of the villains. He's Inspector, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, they, they, yeah, they. Right, so they're getting top notch uh, villains, and they're, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, big budget, too. You know, they're still. Oh, and um, Dave Batista was like a henchman and Inspector, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. I got to catch the uh, Craig stuff because I also enjoyed Goldeneye uh, back back in the day and then i actually rewatched it a couple days ago and uh i still enjoyed it feel i love you know what i loved about uh, goldeneye too that i forgot like all the and you said this marky the different locales that they used yeah. and the set pieces were just really mm-hmm. cool i like how they were set up i love how it all kind of came about and was mm-hmm. I, I just yeah and i love the the finale how it kind of you know the that that tent scene yeah with, with Sean Bean's character and Bond and, and they're going, you know, and he's, he, he like kicks him off the ladder and he's in that, I don't know. It's all, it's all real tense and well done. I liked and, it a lot. And Again. every, like, like a lot of franchises at some point in that movie, you're going to hear the classic James Bond 007 jingle. Yeah. And it's, I think in um, Goldeneye, it, it starts, it pops off whenever he's crushing through Moscow on that tank. And so, you know, they, they choose oh, yeah. a great time to pop it off. And speaking of jingles, one of the most iconic jingles of all time comes from TW. You mm-hmm. want to talk about yours? All right, Marky, that, that was a terrific segue. Very, very, very nicely done. We can talk about that jingle, but uh, in, in, in the movie franchise that I picked, I, I struggle with this a little bit. I almost went with Born, the Born series, which I love. Oh, man, um, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, and it got, but like, I thought it was going to get a little too espionage with, with Marky doing sure. Bond. Um, Mission Impossible would have been. I considered Not that bad. as well. I hell, I had considered Austin Powers. Uh, ah, there, ah. there, there were a number that I, of ones that I was thinking, but I picked the Rocky franchise and. Classic. Not, not because it's not my favorite. I mean, it, it's definitely one of my favorite franchises. I don't know if it is my favorite, but what I I like about the Rocky franchise is the the arc of the franchise, how it started off great and then slowly very very slowly got pretty shitty and now it's fucking awesome again um which i think is really cool so let let me just run through real quick the franchise the history of the franchise so how it was good and then bad and now good again in 1976 the original rocky comes out sylvester stallone is a fucking nobody nobody he's like the dude the dude was literally trying to sell the dog that's in the movie he actually owned that dog and he was so fucking broke he was trying to sell that dog and eventually, but he had this, he had this script for Rocky and he, even though this dude was borderline homeless, he refused to sell it to anybody unless he could play Rocky. And he'd never even fucking been in really anything before. He, well, he was, he was, he was just a complete amateur, but he just would not, uh, a franchise offered him, I forget how many millions of dollars for it. They wanted to put Robert Redford or somebody like that. He outright refused. He had to be Rocky and it made a megastar out of him. So Rocky came out in 76. It had 10 Academy award nominations at one best picture. Wow. It was the, the first sports movie to ever win best picture. It was the highest grossing movie of 1976 it made 225 million dollars and i don't even think that's like counting inflation these days this is big bucks this is 200 
$25 million in 1976. And the budget was a million dollars. So it it really had a great return on the investment. It was a great movie. I love the original Rocky. Then they come back three years later in 79 and do Rocky two. Oh, by the way, Rocky one rotten tomatoes, 92%. Rocky two comes out in 79. Um, It's good. It's good flick, solid flick. It it, kind of, um, I think they pandered a little bit to the fans who were butthurt that Rocky lost in Rocky one. And they kind of completed that. Spoiler alert. Right. Where he, if you haven't seen Rocky right now, don't listen to the podcast, but um, (laughs) the, he, uh, so it's a good flick. It's a good flick. They kind of scratch that itch of him winning and and, and beating Paulo for the, for the belt. And he becomes a champion Um, that made 200 million um, on a $7 million budget. Uh, 71% on rotten tomatoes. Right. So then this Rocky three comes out in 82, um, which is what the one we're going to focus on tonight. I decided to pick and I'll tell you guys in a few minutes why I went with Rocky three. Um, 270 million in the box office on a $17 million budget, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. So but then still, go, still going strong with the money. Like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that really doesn't slow down. In fact, Rocky four in 1985 which let's be honest is a pretty horrible movie. Um, pretty, pretty entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Pretty entertaining. Ivan Drago, you know, we can get into that. Um, it, it's entertaining, but for the most part, it's a horribly cheesy, bad movie, but it's got some great scenes and Rocky. I mean, Sylvester Stallone must've put on 50 pounds of muscle for this movie. He's huge. And what um, year was that? That was 85. It did 300 million on a $28 million budget, right? West versus Russia. <laughs> yeah. So then, still great returns. We go to Rocky Five, right? Nineteen ninety, five years later. Um, now, by the way, in Rocky One, John G. Avelson was the director. He won Best Director for Rocky. He did not direct two, three, and four. Sylvester Stallone did. They brought him back for five, and it was yeah, fucking boy. terrible. It was so bad. It's the one with Tommy Morrison. Oh, it's awful. And Rocky is destitute because he made some fucking horrible financial investments he gave his lawyer power of attorney and the lawyer stole all his money such a just a very lazy script a very lazy idea um and the movie itself sucks tommy morrison he died recently right dan i believe so yeah he had aids was it recently a long time well he was sick for a very long time but i feel like yeah, he died kind of the last beat aids and came yeah. back and then yeah Died yeah, and, and he, mouth, uh, so. Tommy Morrison himself had had some moments as a boxer. He beat George Foreman, you know, old George Foreman, but it was a great mm-hmm. fight. Um, he held some belts and things like that, but he can't fucking act. And the movie was terrible. They had this Don King kind of guy in there. It was so fucking bad. <laughs> so, anyways, so the the franchise goes dormant now for sixteen years. Okay, Rocky Balboa comes out in two thousand six. Which I'm look. I'm not sitting here saying it's a masterpiece. But I like that movie a lot. I think it's really good. Um, I think the, the the boxing in it is it's really realistic. Yeah, Antonio Tarver. Yeah, I mean he has the worst movie name like in history. Mason the Line Dixon. It's like the yeah. it's horrible. <laughs> Outside of that, I think that's a good flick. It's got some really kind of it's improbable and, and kind of silly at times, but it's got some really good uh, moments in it. Some really good lines. Uh, some great um, some great moments from from Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I like Rocky Balboa. I think it's a good flick. I thought they kind of, so it's kind of starting to come back now, right? Like it was Rocky four was not good. Rocky five was awful. Rocky Balboa comes in. It's pretty good. Then you hit 2015 and you have Creed with Michael B. Jordan. Have any of you guys seen Creed? Yeah. That movie is fucking awesome. I was surprised. 
So by the way, Rocky Balboa, 156 million in the box office on a $24 million budget. Um, Creed, the original Creed, it did okay. 174 on a $40 million budget, but uh, Rocky Balboa was 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Creed, 95%. Yeah, Rotten that was Tomatoes. a good movie. Creed 2 came out three years later. Um, 214 on a $50 million budget, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. And there's a Creed 3 coming out next year. Ooh. Creed 2 was when he fought Ivan Drago's kid, yeah. Victor Drago. His dad killed uh, Michael B. Uh, Creed, Apollo. Michael B. Jordan's dad. Apollo, right, he ends up going by Apollo. Man. Um, the rumor is they're trying to get Deontay Wilder to play Clubber Lang's son. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. Uh, so, so yeah, so that that's that's the rumor. It's not coming out until the end of next year, is what they're saying. I don't know how they can do that if they don't even know who the fucking actors are yet. But uh, still, it's a great idea. It's it's I, I like the franchise. I like the fact that it um it, it has it, it meant so much to me growing up because I love you know I loved boxing. Um, I don't love it anymore, but I did love boxing. So I I, I loved these Rocky movies. They really. Granted, the first one came out before I was even born. First two came out before I was born, but um, I love the franchise. Then it kind of really jumped the shark, and then suddenly it's back with a fucking vengeance now with one of the hottest actors in Hollywood. And uh, Ryan Coogler did both the uh, he did at least the first the first Creed movie. I don't know if he did the second one. I gotta look that up. But uh, anyways, love the franchise. I think it's great. AJ's chomping at the bit. What what's up? Before you get to Rocky three, you uh, I don't, I'm sure you. You, you know how I feel about Rocky Three, so we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'll be chiming in there. Mm-hmm. But the Creed films I have not seen yet, unfortunately. I, I should, of course. And Kugler directs at least one of them. Is 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 um Stallone? Is he is he producer? Is he involved in those? Oh yeah, he won he won a Golden Globe for Creed for Best Supporting Actor. Oh, so he's in Creed. He's in both of them. Yep. Okay, he's in both yep. of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, but he went, he won a Golden for for the the uh, first Creed. He was very good in it. Okay, Did, um, is is he is he is he back in it? Is he one of the producers? Is he involved in? The- he has been pretty. Yeah, he's been one of the producers. He hasn't okay, directed okay. them. Um, right. and there's a, there's a new director for Creed three. I don't know who that is, but anyways, so, so I that's, picked, oh, that's cool. That's cool. So that's I, cool. I picked Rocky three for a reason. Uh, like I said, the the, the it, it's the movie is tough. It's tough to to. I, that's why I really want to hash it out with you guys because it's it's the first two movies are very serious. Rocky one is is God. I mean, it, it's it's heavy. It's heavy. It's sad. It's dark. Um, has a good payoff, obviously, in the end. Rocky 2 kind of, you know, things are better, but they're not great. Rocky 3, suddenly he's a fucking millionaire. He's had 10 title defenses. And the movie, let's be honest, the movie is, is it's cheesy. It's not anywhere near as good as of a movie as Rocky 1 or Rocky 2. But for me, it's the most entertaining one in the entire series. It's, it's beautifully until- 80s. Yeah, up until up until Creed, I think it's like the most exciting one. It's so fun. Uh, Clubber Lang, the the main uh, villain, basically the, the number one contender. It's that's Mister T's first movie he ever did, and the casting director only found him because she'd watched some ridiculous show called America's Toughest Bouncer back in like nineteen eighty, where they would bring these guys on these tough dudes to 
ha- have these ridiculous competitions like belly flop contests and shit like that. And she just thought he was super captivating. They had auditioned Ernie Shavers, uh, but he had a very high pitched voice apparently. And they had auditioned Joe Frazier, but he had a stutter. Um, so they didn't go with him. And then suddenly this girl just randomly, the casting director randomly sees Mr. T one day and is like, we need to have this guy. So it's his first movie and he's a great villain. Uh, the movie is super exciting. It's sad. It's got some sad moments. Apollo Creed comes back. It's got a, it's got an ending where you're like, Hey, what the fuck happened? There's so much that goes on in this movie, even though, like Marky said, it's, it's stunningly eighties, but it's, uh, but it's good. I love this yeah. movie. I watch, I would watch it all the fucking time i would consider bringing it to the bunker like I I've, really wa- I've watched it this year it's, it's great it this year i watched it tonight yeah it's great but uh before we before we get into that market dp because you you and me were the resident boxing fans in our family growing up you and you, we, we were so into it we you and i have shifted to ufc i'm sorry mma now um but uh what do you think about the rocky franchise dude I, I, i'll t- i'll tell you this um like, I know the critics love one and two over three and four, but they can fucking suck a dick. Because I tell you what, Rocky three and Rocky four, I'll take those over one and two any day of the week. Like, Rocky three, like the whole uh, like friendship he forms with Apollo and the way, like, the, you know, the, the way that he transforms into a new fighter just to, to beat Clubber Lang, who, like especially when i was what like 11 years old the first time i saw it i was fucking terrified of clubber lang oh yeah he was oh, yeah. so awesome as a villain he was hey woman scary yeah. Yeah. hey woman why don't you come over to my apartment tonight <laughs> he's such an asshole he doesn't even have a house he, he doesn't even have a house he has an apartment because he's still broke you know <laughs> he hasn't made it big yet Dude, oh he's yeah. great oh i fucking love rocky three just a shit talking maniac yeah uh, and you so, know it, it it looks like the well-worn story of you know the guy getting a little too big for his britches and you know coming back down to earth and you know re refinding like himself to to win so yeah it turned out like the, yeah mickey kind of handpicked his opponents too like yeah you know like, yeah sorry sorry db but the, the the way they do it is so fucking fun the uh hulk hogan as thunder thunder lips so good, oh right? my god so good. what, what is a it? great scene he describes yeah. himself as the uh the molten something of man the... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, the molten mountain of man and that was yeah. actually before hogan even became those this the movie came out in 82 hogan didn't beat the iron sheet for the belt until like 85 or something like that so yeah hogan was just becoming popular in fact he got into some trouble for taking the movie role they wanted to fire him from the WWF and then, but then yeah. they saw how, how well it went over and they, they didn't fire him. But um, yeah, it's, it's, that's a great scene too. Yeah. yeah. So. He starts fighting all the cops. He like punches them in the face. <laughs> it's fucking great. He's yeah. cut my gloves off. But uh, Marky, let me, let me ask you real quick, because you, you were mentioning the song. Did you guys know this, that the, you're the best around from, um, from the karate kid was originally shopped for Rocky. The Joe oh, Esposito, uh, you're the best around. It was shopped. That, that's it. Stallone didn't like it, so he ended up going with uh, with, with Eye of the Tiger. And it's it's also um, good choice. It's funny too because again, like I said, John G. Evelson directed the original Rocky. Didn't direct Rocky three, yet he directed the Karate Kid, which did have you're the best around. I, I he must have been involved somehow. It's weird, but um, that yeah, that's that that's how that came about. It was supposed to be for Rocky, but he loved. I Eye wonder if he's got a producer credit or something. He on, must. 
Absolutely. Three, yeah. Can I uh, can I admit something slightly embarrassing? <laughs> well, at least at the time I, I I was slightly embarrassed. Back when I was boxing, if I would like a lot of times I'd be the only one at the gym, just you know, working out. And when I was the only one there, I would I would play the Rocky soundtrack. Dude, why would you get myself pumped up? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude, it I worked. I like I would be hitting the bags and hearing the Rocky soundtrack. It just it got me going. So. Even the Rocky Five, <laughs> yeah, that Rocky Five is so bad, but I love the soundtrack to it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> but, but yeah, here's the thing about three though, and three's my favorite Rocky. I don't know if everybody knows anybody knows yeah. that. Where three's my favorite, but three began that sort of like you know the montage, musical montage yeah. stuff. It became a lot more. Um, what you need is a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> they really leaned into that sort of thing. That's when it started. Like one and two are a little grittier, but then three becomes more the production value gets a little better. But and it's more about it's more about the uh the glitz and the glam or whatever. But but I, it's all the better for it in my eyes. It's like I was so much more entertained by all that. But AJ, AJ, to be fair, in Rocky Three, since Clubber Lang knocks him out in the second round in the first one, and then Rocky knocks him out in the third in the second fight. <laughs> That's they actually of all the Rocky movies, this was the only one where they showed the entire fights. They well, because there was so many less rounds, right? Right. I mean, they went fifteen went the, with Apollo and fifteen with the with Russian. Apollo, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. So they they showed, which I thought was really cool. Um, and like I said, that that final round when he knocks Clubber out, when he's got him up against the ropes and he's just rapid fire, and he's not even—they're not even getting through. He's just cover it up, doesn't well, know because, what to do. Well, and then the Rocky reason, drops him with the right instead of the left. It's just so fucking. But poignant. but the, but the reason for that, I think, is because the the journey and the thing with Apollo is the real meat of the story, mm-hmm. and they they really. They play that up a lot, and I and I I think it's all the better for it. I, I love fucking... those scenes. I love the scenes when because you know uh, what's his name, the uh, Uncle Polly, the uh, Polly there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, what's his name, Bert Young. Burgess, Bert, yeah, Bert Young. Young. Bert Young. Meredith is, is Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Bert Young. When they get to like the the gym, Apollo's gym, he's like that comic relief. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's great. Why, he's, great. he's wise cracking everybody. He's like, you know, Remember Rocky he, pulls him into the pool. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the whole thing, like all that. He's got no rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> Marky, was this the first time you saw Rocky Three? It's um, it wasn't. After after I started watching it, I realized that uh, I had seen this one before, and it, which is kind of funny because I think Rocky Three, Rocky Three, and Creed, and Rocky Balboa, I think are the only Rocky movies I've seen, and so I've. At oh, this time, right. I've seen Rocky Three uh, a couple times. As I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, I've seen this one before." Yeah. But I, I kept watching it. I watched it all the way through, and I, I do enjoy it very much. I mean, it's, it has a nice balance, like you were saying, of uh, comic relief, entertainment. It's, it's got a good pace of uh, story. Um, there's not uh, many dull moments. It's, you know, it's still referencing just the pace of the. the the film as it goes and tells its story. I fucking love Carl Weathers. So good. Uh, yes, right? yes, yeah. yes. I, I love, love his scenes. trainer too, Duke, the 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 the, the bald trainer that comes yeah. with him too. I love that guy. Yep. Tony and Evers. Yeah. Seeing, seeing a, a young um Hulk Hogan was a lot of fun too. I mean well, tons great. of fun. You you really see how big he is when he's next to I know Sylvester Stallone's not very tall, but when you see Hulk Hogan in a ring with a bunch of other uh, 
just kind yeah, of extra normal sized people, regular yeah. people. And he <laughs> yeah. is a monster of a man, huge man. Yeah. So, you know what? And even even Talia Shire, she gets like more of a spotlight. Oh, yeah. Her. Yeah. She gets she's she's got a speak. Right. She gets she's kind of meek in the first two. Right. She's like, stop the fight. But in the third one, she's like, you know, she's very. um, Oh, remember, she castrates him on. She castrates him on the beach. Right. The scene on the beach. Right. She's like, you know, uh, you know, she really she really steps up. You see some acting chops from Sylvester Stallone at that point, too. He's like, what what do you want from me? I'm afraid. Is that what you want me to say? I'm afraid. And and by the way, Sylvester Stallone cut like a rock in this film. Well, that's Oh, I read about that, too. So, you know, like he was obviously big and jacked for the first fight, but then they wanted him to slim down. So he was faster. You know, he's fighting at heavyweight right. in this movie. From what I read, he got down to like 155 pounds. All he ate every day was like two egg whites and a fucking apple. And he worked out for four hours a day. Jeez. So he got Holy super, shit. yeah, he got super, super Shredded. trim. So skinny. But then, like I said, you look at him in Rocky Four, and he looks like he weighs 225 pounds. He's fucking huge. So, I mean, who knows what type of gas this guy was on for that. But for Rocky yeah. Three, like it just, I, I liked that about the movie. Where where Apollo kind of turned him into him, so he could he could win. Like if you think about it, TP. Let me ask you this: Apollo Creed in his prime versus Clubber Lang in his prime, who wins that fight? Creed. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Apollo uh, dominates him. I mean, he might yeah. he might just beat him in a fifteen round decision, or he might get him out of there at some point. Yeah, especially because right. he uh, might get after- him out of there. Yeah, after Apollo fought Rocky, he realized, oh, I can't take anyone for granted. So <laughs> he'd be ready for Clever Lang. And- right. Yeah. So, so oh, he would have fed him his fucking lunch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Balboa was like, like the slugger, right? So then Apollo yeah. turns him into a boxer, like but, an yeah, actual but, boxer. Guys, if next time you watch that movie, to answer me this one question in all the Clever Lang fights with Rocky, when they show him climbing through the ranks, tell me if any point you see him throw a jab. <laughs> I I did not see one. No, it throws a lot all of power punches. It's yeah. all all hooks and overhand rights. And speaking not one on fucking that, jab. Just just the boxing. Or overhand left. Sorry. So <laughs> yeah. Just the boxing in general in that movie. I'm not a uh, a real big. I, I enjoy watching boxing, but I'm not like a expert by any means. Right. But the the movie is just like. It's not until the final fight where there's actually. <laughs> misses and counters and dodges like yeah. the first all the right. fights leading up to that are just like trading just oh yeah like rocky just lands 15 shots in a row and then um clubber right. lands 15 shots right in a row. it's nobody's blocking or ducking they're just punching each just other <laughs> absorbing yeah <laughs> not one jab yeah. from clubber lang not one but not uh, one but, but like Rocky, you, Rocky's doing nothing but jabbing in the second fight. Like but you would never, also, you would never know Mr. T had never been in a movie. He was no, so great. comfortable. He's got so much charisma. Hey, woman. Yeah. Oh, hey, woman. <laughs> you you want to be the real man? Yeah. Like it's. So oh, I love good. when he talks shit to Creed. They're, oh, they're talking. the fight. Oh yeah. Hey, Creed. Yeah. Don't you walk away from me? No, no. Don't you turn your back on me? Man. Don't turn your back on me. It's so good. He's such an asshole. Shut up, old man. But then Rocky's talking shit at the end. There's some things that like really get stuck in there. He's just like, remember, he's like blogging. You ain't so bad. You ain't so mm-hmm. bad. And then like they have this <laughs> exchange. It's like a Muhammad Ali thing. Polly understands what's going on. Yeah. Way more than he's Apollo. Mad. Just, yeah. Apollo's freaking out. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think I think. um yeah, I, I can quote that movie over and over again. I love 
Rocky three. And so. I remember, I remember when I was young, me and AJ watching that movie and AJ caught a line that I had never noticed. I watched that movie so many times, but at the end of the second round on the second fight, when Clubber is exhausted and Rocky's just, you know, doing, just talking shit, you know, Clubber says to him, he's, he's just like, you ain't nothing but a stupid fool. And then uh, Mar- Rocky's like, yeah, well, I ain't breathing heavy. And as they're going back to the corner, Rocky goes, Sucking I'll air. see you in about 60 seconds. And I had, AJ caught that. I was like, I've never fucking heard that before. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> he's just talking shit to oh, him. Oh, and then he just comes out in the third round and just beats the piss out of him. Yeah, he's, he's just heckling, he's like heckling him. And that's another part of the movie. And that moment is so fucking rewarding for everything Rocky had been through in the movie, you know, losing his trainer and he just wanted to retire. He couldn't get into the training. His wife is cutting his balls off. Like it's just, he said such as, awful time the whole movie and then he just unleashes fury in that third round he just beats the absolute piss out of clubber lang and then clubber lang i don't know dies or something like i don't know i love me some rocky three but there's no if you notice in every other rocky movie when he's done other than the tommy morrison one because who cares but in every other rocky one like at the end he shakes the guy's hand you know, great fight. You know, everything comes full circle. You don't even fucking see Clubber Lang until the dragon is is knocked out ass out of the ring, and that's <laughs> it. Like he's just a fuck that guy. I'm never talking to him again. Yeah. Uh, also, so, you know what? You know, underrated. I love Clubber Lang's trainer. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was. Um, I love that guy. They wanted Morgan Freeman to do that. It wouldn't he have worked. Lo- he kind of looked like Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it wouldn't a have little worked. bit. Because he had a small role, but he was just an asshole. And he had a terrible game plan in that second fight. Oh, yeah. It's the oh, same yeah. game plan as every other fight he's ever been in. Um, I mean, the minute and Rocky Lang, took his off, was, they should have been like, okay, he's fast now. He's lost 70 fucking pounds. Right. Lang was like, was sucking wind after the first round. Oh, you guys, he was just throwing <laughs> haymakers. He doesn't jab, AJ. He doesn't fucking jab. <laughs> But I mean, listen, this is a movie. I got, we're probably going a little when, long. When it's a great, did, uh, no, it's a great franchise that's been that's yeah. been revitalized. Uh, so, uh, by the way, I looked it up and Marky, I will, and then DP. But uh, on that list, uh, Rocky was 16th overall for grossing. It's grossed about three three billion worldwide. So nice, DP. What you got? I, I just want to say that that's the thing. Rocky three did such a great job of like like making you love Apollo. Yes. When Rocky Four comes and Apollo gets yeah. killed, yeah. it's like that much more devastating. Yes. And that's again why I love Rocky Four so much is because I love Rocky <clears throat> Three and I loved Apollo. Like that, you know, that scene in Rocky Four was fucking brutal, and you know, makes you really want Rocky to avenge him. And GP, yeah. Rocky GP, Four yeah. is fucking awesome. Have you seen? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? And Apollo's death in Four is. Vicious. Oh, he gets a oh, shit God, beat out yeah. of him. Yeah, but DP, have you seen um, Creed two? I haven't seen Creed okay, two. Okay, so yet, with no. Victor Drago and yeah. Yvonne Drago, they get everybody back. They even get the fucking girl who Stallone Lundgren's in it. Yeah, Bridget he's in Nielsen, it. who Stallone married. I'm not sure if yes. he's still with her or not. But no, um, no, but yeah, they married and divorced. <clears> she's but... in it. Um, oh, dude, it's I good. Have to watch it's good. It, yeah. It's so good. So I'll, right. I haven't seen that one either. I like Creed very much. I haven't yeah, seen Creed's Creed fucking excellent. But that's what I mean. Like it, it just it was going down and down and down. Like critics wise, like Rocky Five with Tommy Morrison, by the way, nominated for seven Golden Razzies on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course, wow. everybody was terrible in the movie. It was so fucking <laughs> bad. So, but um, it, it's it's 
Yeah, it was running out of steam at that point. I'm happy I picked three because I didn't know how much I knew AJ loved three. I didn't know how much DP and Mark. No, yeah, three's my favorite. Yeah, by as, far my favorite. Like I like I said, it was delightfully '80s. As yeah. much as I, uh, you know, what when we get off the podcast, I'm watching it. Right. <laughs> as much so as good. chasing Amy so good. was just like picturesque <clears throat> of the '90s. Yes, Rocky Three is that for the '80s. Yes. Come on, yes. watching yes. watching Rocky get his speed in three. Remember when he at one point he makes Apollo kind of look stupid. He he just keeps fucking. Ducking, ducking, and dodging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that I, like I love that about the it, movie. It's the, so uplifting. The, the, the favor that Apollo keeps saying that he owes yes. him at the end. What favor? They talk about that in Creed. Yes, really? that's right. He asks him who won that fight, and AJ, if you haven't seen it, I won't tell you. But Rocky answers who won that fight. Yeah. Well, t- so, tell. I, now, I don't remember I that line. Creed. Now I gotta see Creed. You have, you have to tell. I need me to see it anyway. Line off air because i don't i don't remember what he says yeah they that. get back they, they do get back to it because like that that fight is like something of legend in that universe is that yeah under oh, the it's, radar? it's yeah. like a rumored I, fight and i don't know if tw can confirm this i think i remember like so at the very end of three when they have that freeze frame and there's that painting yes. of it picture picturesque mm-hmm. yeah that painting they do i think the painter was actually like like he was actually in the film as an announcer in one of the fights. Yeah, yeah, the he was like kind of the yeah, he was like the short Italian looking guy who yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, big yeah, mustache. Yes, yes, yeah. that, yes that's he him. Was the, he that's was the, the guy artist, that painted right? that. Yes, he was the he artist. Was, yeah. If I had billions of dollars, I would go out of my way to get that fucking painting, and I would pay any amount of money for that. It. That's a wonderful f- freeze frame. I, that's that to me is. A, cool way of ending a movie yeah both agreed, these titan, agreed agreed both these titans touching like gloves to face like right there for, yeah for a movie end. that's like kind of commercialized a little like oh a lot spots you know like it's it's really fucking brilliant too that's why i'm so happy i picked it like it's it's mm-hmm. it's that one that's kind of in the middle and it's the first one that's not like a i mean you know rocky one's like a movie like it's a film like it's like a it's a bit of a slog, but it's it's really really good. But Rocky Three, hey, like you know, it's art, it's artistic, and it's it's yeah. you know, it's 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 just a what you expect, enjoyable. what you expect for like Oscar season, like yeah. something like that. But Rocky Three entertainment value, it trumps it. Like I just I find it so entertaining. So good, endlessly I entertaining. I could go on with it forever, <laughs> but but I, I won't. We got to move. On. I think we have to yeah, move on. We're but. probably starting to run low on time. Mark, let me just look at my notes really, really quick. I will say just a couple of other things that I thought were cool. Um, uh, th- that was supposed to be the last Rocky, Rocky Three. Oh wow! Uh, but it was so successful, and you know the box office was huge on it. Can't stop there. Um, they 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 kept going, and, they, they, and I'm happy they did because I I think it's done. You know. Since I'm glad they turned it around shit. because yeah, yeah they seeing, revitalized it big time. I, I, Creed was like I said, I hadn't seen very many of them, but uh, I was surprised when I watched Creed because I had seen, I had seen Rocky three, then I had seen Rocky Balboa, which was almost a joke in my opinion. It wasn't terrible, but it was like, what are you doing? I like it. I like and it. then, but then Creed was a much different, uh, just feel and style. Like that was a solid flick there i mean it was michael, michael b jordan. jordan's a really really cool actor Mar- marky if i could just very quick we'll move on. let me can i just say about rocky balboa i think what i liked about it was that it surprised me that it wasn't terrible like i thought sure. it was going to be awful and then i went oh i kind of fucking like this and it's yeah. like not cheesy and they do like the remember at the beginning of the fight they show their actual records like it's an hbo boxing <laughs> after dark 
uh, yeah, broadcast. it seemed like a real boxing broadcast. It was so fucking cool. Which yeah. we're actually and fucking they do that in Creed. Now. They do that in Creed too. So and yeah. in real life, we're seeing this with like Mayweather and like these chumps that come up, like, yep. biting yeah, up yeah, a yeah. bit. Well, yeah, like, that's why I said I was a former boxing fan. By the way, <laughs> right. well, we can talk more about that off air because uh, I don't know if you've seen Deontay Wilder and T- Tyson Fury, but that was uh, some I solid. Love- yeah, they, they actually their third fight got postponed. It's supposed to be starting again. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're shooting for like the October. second one was. Yeah, I think there was co- there was COVID, COVID in, in one Fury, of the camps. Fury, Fury's yeah. camp. Yeah. Tyson Fury's just ducking Anthony Joshua. That's all it comes down to. No, uh, Anthony hey, Joshua's ducking. Hey, okay, okay. This is a movie podcast. Oh, let's, let's stick. Let's we'll do all this right, off yeah. here. <laughs> we got one more franchise to do, and I know DP's got a treasure trove of shit to talk about with this one. So uh, I. I can see his pants getting tighter. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The oh, yeah. Get to this. Yeah. yeah uh, pants shorter. So, um, all right. So, yes, my my franchise, I'm sure people have listened before, probably already guessed. Twilight. I went with uh, French art house director Pierre. <laughs> Le- no, fucking. Who, of course. I went with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who is that I mean, guy? Come you on. Just said. What was that? What was know. that a reference to? Uh, just a name I made. That's up. not a person. <laughs> not a, probably some be. probably some douchey director I would watch. You know, Pierre yeah, exactly. La French from your blockbuster yeah, days. Yeah, right, you guys don't. Do you guys remember I used to work for Blockbuster? Wait, Where? what? Who? What? What's the name of the place? What's it's a blockbuster? It was blue, right? No, no, it's a, uh, DP, sorry. And we've, de- we've derailed. So. All right, sorry. DP, we have. Get out, um, DP. All right, so let, let me wax poetic for a minute. Um, like when I was a kid, the, like it, when I wanted to watch cartoons, it was Saturday morning and that was it. Sure. You know, like uh, anyone younger than me, you know, you grew up with Nickelodeon and Disney Channel's cartoons anytime you wanted. So for me, when I was little, it was Saturday mornings. And the Super Friends cartoon was the greatest thing. So, like, I fell in love with superheroes as a little kid, and you know, loved all the all all the superhero movies and comic books and comic book TV shows. And you know, they're always great. It was it was great to see, you know, these animated things I watched and read my whole life like come to life on the screen, and um. At some point, probably like mid '90s, uh, early 2000s, like they they started cranking out all these comic book movies, like tons of them all the time. But they, there was this weird like, you, you can't be too comic accurate, you know. Like uh, the X Men movies, you didn't see the X Men in their comic book costumes; they were wearing like these black leather jumpsuits and shit. And and then along comes Iron Man. And I think it was a 2012 and it's just straight up exactly straight out of the fucking comic books, Iron Man. And that kicks off this entire universe, which is, I think, up to 24 feature films at this point. And TV Uh, shows, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of TV shows as well. Um, And it is an absolute fucking juggernaut. It is the most profitable movie franchise of all number time. one on that list yeah. dpo's referencing N- number Easily. one by far yeah and, and granted they have a shit ton of movies yeah right. 
But but here's the thing that I love about the this universe is with all these movies, they like especially with Avengers Endgame, they reward their fans. Like if you watched every movie the way I did, and then you see Endgame, there is so much fucking payoff and like people will call it fan service. But as a fucking fan, I want to be surfaced. So yeah. I fucking loved it. Like, you know, it, so many references and callbacks and just the goddamn attention to detail in this entire huge fucking universe with all these movies and all, all these properties. And the attention to detail is just amazing. And uh, so, yeah, like I, I could go on. <laughs> all night about this whole the whole franchise but the one i want to focus on tonight is one that at least i feel was one that kind of changed things uh in a sense at first they made superhero movies you know iron man and thor and the hulk and the first captain america movie they were just uh you know your straight up superhero story and then the one we're talking about now, Captain America, the Winter Soldier comes out and they made an old school spy thriller, but with comic book heroes as the, you know, in the, the lead roles. And, and that kind of kicks shit off where afterwards they were, you know, they were making heist movies and buddy cop movies and sci-fi movies with these characters. And uh, the, the Russo brothers directed it was written by uh, Marcus and McFeely, who, you know, from there went on to go all the way through Avengers Endgame as the writers and directors and just fucking crushed it. So, um, and uh, before, I, one thing I just want to say, the uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier also has the most badass line and moment any Marvel movie ever with uh, the elevator scene with Captain America where, you know, all the guys surround him and, you know, he just looks around and says, before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Yeah. <laughs> and just proceeds to kick the shit out of everyone in the elevator. The most badass moment in all of the entire Marvel universe. And um, all right, so which, by the way, I know Marky, you yeah. you you are a fan of the MCU. I'm assuming you've seen yes. Captain America: The Winter Soldier as well. What are your, what are your thoughts on this one? So I actually had to, um, uh, I, I just pulled it up on the IMDb page, and I'm looking at the images of the movie because I was trying to. I did haven't I have seen it. I haven't watched it recently. I'm trying to refresh my memory, and I do remember now. This is the. Uh, it's called the Winter Soldier because this is our first introduction to uh sebastian stan right yes, as uh as, as the winter soldier the winter soldier right yeah um bucky larson or you know revamped bucky larson so bucky barnes bucky larson bucky barnes. was the porn star there you go <laughs> we're late in the hey show yo. boys <laughs> so and there's a lot of uh introduction of characters in this mm -hmm. uh this entry as well right yes because but, we meet falcon and yeah mm -hmm. and so i do remember liking it to be honest though i can't because there are so many 
24 yeah. films. Um, they, uh, at this point, they kind of run together for me. Like, I don't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, scenes from this one, I can't distinguish from uh, Civil War or uh, some of the other ones, but mm-hmm. um, I, I've liked them all. It's, you know, again, referencing the franchise, they've just done a phenomenal job. They're, they're groundbreaking in my opinion, say what you will, you know, your own opinions, whether you like these types of movies or not, but what they've done with these movies is they've changed the game Mm -hmm. with 24 films and 13 years that are, they all string together and they all have callbacks to each other. They all have, uh, interconnecting obviously storylines characters and everything it's it's there's a huge investment and it's paid off massively financially for them um and like you were saying to dp about uh you know the saturday morning cartoons i'm a little bit younger than you but i still my my parents didn't spring for the satellite tv so i grew up with with the saturday morning cartoons right and this was a, a dream for me seeing these characters that I used to watch in the morning on the weekends mm-hmm. come to a live screen and on a full fledged special effects. Yes. So I've, I've enjoyed all of these movies that have come out in, in these, this long series. Um, and I think they've all been very well casted. Some movies are written a little bit better than others, but for the most part, this is like watching your Saturday morning cartoons on steroids. Right. Yeah. They, that, that is what I loved about it is they weren't like they weren't afraid to make it just like the comic books. Mm-hmm. So there's that long stretch where you had to be like more gritty and real and, and they just gave you exactly what's in the comic books except you know brought to life and it fucking paid off. It yeah. It yeah, people like me loved it. So mm-hmm. um TW, have, have you watched this one? I know you've seen some of the MCU. All right, DP. Have you seen this one? I, I got to be very honest with you. All right. Mm-hmm. I have seen some of the ones in the MCU universe and, and um, what was it? MC universe. MCU? MC universe. MCU universe. I don't. Yeah. I, 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 I blacked out. I blacked out. Where am I? All right. All right. Um, so, and you know that um, you got me to watch the entire DC universe, which I fucking loved and i think because of that what ended up happening was i've seen some of the 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 the, the mc universe Mm -hmm. and i went to watch this movie this captain america winter soldier and i just felt like 40 minutes into it that like i don't know i felt like i didn't know what the fuck was going on because i didn't know any other movies and I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely mm-hmm. wrong about that, but maybe it was just in my head that I'm like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. What the fuck is Anthony Mackie doing? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm all, I was all fucked up. So I didn't get through it. Not that it was bad. Like, I mean, the 40 minutes that I watched were fucking awesome. I watched that ridiculous mm-hmm. shootout with Nick Fury and, and, and the, the cops and everything. Like that was really amazing. But then like Nick Fury got out of there and I didn't even know how the hell he did that. That would be something and maybe I would know had I watched some of the other ones. No, so, but I mean, that's the thing. You just, he's Nick Fury. He's yeah. Superhero. So, so, so basically, right. And his, yeah. car, his car was alive. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, I was enjoying it, but I, I just felt like I wasn't getting the full experience. So I did decide before I shut it off 
that I am going to do the same exact thing that I did with the DC universe. And I did find um, an article that is um, it's in order, not just the movies, but the TV shows too. And it's in like Mm -hmm. chronological order. God damn, it's a lot. Um, So I'm going to start that up. The first one looks like Captain America, the first Avenger captain yeah. marvel is next so i, I i'm gonna do that because i i do i do feel like now that i've seen the whole dc universe that i'm so fucking entrenched in it that i'm so excited for the next installments and things like that i want to do the same thing with the with the marvel universe so um dude it was awesome i love chris evans he's a local guy he's a boston guy yeah he's in um he's in a movie called cellular which is he grew up in sudbury at least. i am a little yeah. drunk cellular that i think is a super under the radar uh movie i don't know if you guys have ever seen oh, the under the radar pick of the week <laughs> yes exactly i i like it uh, kim basing i remember that one yeah um i like that movie i don't give a fuck what anybody says um so it was good dp i was enjoying it but then i just i don't know i didn't feel like i was getting the full experience so i bailed and i want to redo it so i don't have much to to throw into this because of that so um did uh, you but, but, did but you am, see the elevator scene no, 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 no. Oh, but oh. I am excited. I am excited to do to do the whole thing. So I am going to get into that price starting this weekend. So, all right. So, I'm 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 going to ask. But AJ, have you seen Captain America: The Winter Soldier? I don't know. I thought it was obvious. I I I, I made some comment that should have alluded to the fact oh. that I did see it. You did. I see. I wasn't. I, I didn't hear. Thought it. it sounded that way, but I was like, no, come on. He didn't watch it. You did watch. Oh, I'm so hold on. Now. So you said how Wait. there are 24 films. You said right now. I, yeah. And, it, as- and at this point, besides one of them, and I'll list them off. The the other ones, DP. You you've maybe watched. Uh, I've watched a total of five out of those 24 now. Wow. Oh, wow. And four of those were because directly because of you. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> Iron Man, I saw just of my own volition. I was going to say, which I one did you your, watch? I by love yours, that. On your own. Iron Man. All right. Yeah, so uh, right. Black pa- Black Panther. So obviously good. we did yeah. the Chadwick Boseman. That's right. Uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok because of Taika Waititi. Was the, what was it? Infinity War? Was that the one we had to watch because of uh, something? <laughs> We had to watch it, right? Maybe any more. I watched it. To watch it. Oh, that's uh, not true. Yeah. That's not. That's not true. <laughs> no, I do remember you watching because you were like, "What is all this? What's going?" Kind of like what yeah. TW was just saying. Like, Bullshit. What is all this? Bullshit. We did it for, <laughs> for an episode, and then Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I watched, yeah. uh, and then as I'm watching it, 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 it was it was a kind of an interesting film. Uh, on its own, but I'm in the same boat as TW where I don't always know what's going on. And I had that problem with Ragnarok where I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. These characters pop up and I'm like, how did the Hulk get in this place? Like, how did he get here? <laughs> like, what's going on there? But That's then like uh, I, right there for a minute. Or Mr. Did I? Garrison, sorry. Yeah. Did I? <laughs> okay. how, did, how did the Hulk get in this place? How did they get in this place? Um, but I thought it was an interesting film. I too like Chris Evans. I think he's cool. But then I realized when you see, um, when you finally see uh, the guy with the metal arm there, Bucky, Bucky Larson, yeah, B- Bucky Barnes, the Winter Bucky Soldier. Barnes, the Winter Soldier. Once you see his mask comes off, and I see his face, I'm like, oh, wasn't he in the post credits for Black Panther? 
Yes, yes he, he was. was. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay. So I'm connecting that dot. I'm like, All okay, right, so nice. he's there. And I'm like, well, when I watch these films, I got to stay till after the credits to see what the hell's going on. Yes, you do. You know? Yeah, see, um, I, not that I'm always going to follow it, but I, I think uh, what, the, what the MCU has done is quite impressive. Um, and I think to DP's point, they brought these superhero films, the, these films from the comic books into our world as as is like as yeah. the, the these heroes are, these are all are. stories pulled from yeah. directly from the comics right they're not they're not trying to like like yeah. you said with the x-men like put them in sleek black leather suits and whatever like they're actually like they were actually putting them from the pages of the comic book onto the screen and i thought oh, yeah. i think that's very um admirable impressive and i think to tp's point DP's point, it's obviously working really, yeah, really right. well. Really, really well. And people love them. When they I was uh, into something special. when I was managing the last branch I was managing, I this uh, woman, Beth, that worked with us, she's a humongous MCU fan. And she could talk about it for days, but you know, she's she's part of a gigantic number because they're breaking records left and right, right? Oh yeah. So, yeah. so I think the Winter Soldier was cool. I do like the character of Captain. Understand it. Maybe TP can tell me, and maybe this is for another podcast, and maybe this is a, a, a Captain America podcast. But <laughs> how is he so damn old and he's looks so young? Uh, he, he was <laughs> he was frozen in ice frozen. for seventy yeah. years. You have like to, the first if you one, right? if you watch yeah. the Captain America First Avenger, you uh, yeah. okay? Oh. And in World War Two, he crashes a plane to save people in a, in the Arctic Circle. And okay. gets frozen in ice for 70 years. The only flashbacks I really saw was uh, I had a flashback with with some woman who's now old. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, that, and, that was and then his Bucky, girlfriend and then, back then. And yeah. then Bucky. So actually, on, speaking on that, there. DP, Bucky Larson was never frozen in ice, and he's Barnes, still... Barnes. No, I'm pretty sure it's Bucky Larson <laughs> uh, born to be a yeah. star. Yeah. Okay, Agree um, to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> he... Uh, I, I, well, we can nerd out off camera, but yeah, I think they they froze him and unfroze him Bucky. multiple times over right. the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. when they needed him to kill people, they'd unfreeze him and then star in an adult film. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> right, or right, or pull out his huge cock and. <laughs> hey, Jay, this hey, is uh... a family podcast. No, it's not. Yeah. But anyway, if, so, if Michael Fassbender was busy, right. <laughs> yeah. so obviously, obviously, I haven't watched these films in in any kind of order. I've only seen five of them, so uh, I'm not probably not going to go the TW route and, and start from the beginning and watch them. But you know, I I certainly appreciate the, the what this franchise has done. Um, it's it's really impressive. Yeah, it, it, um, yeah. Oh, just what AJ said. Um, you know, I not going to waterboard you with the whole MCU universe, but I think we've talked about this, that Taika is coming out with his next Thor installment. Will you, will yes. you watch that one? Love and Thunder? Oh, so I, I, you know, I don't know because I, I feel like I was a little lost during Ragnarok. I was You've like, just a little one. Uh, although I'll tell you what. Yeah, <laughs> I did, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I like Taika. I like Taika. So yeah. As fans, we didn't exactly know how Hulk got there either. 
So like yeah. we That's just true. know he okay. left, and then all of a sudden yeah. he was there. So can I, yeah. ask, can I ask a question real quick, to DP and Marky? Mm. Oh wow! Why aren't the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies in the Marvel universe? Sony uh, writes. Yeah. Just okay. Okay. Right. I like those it's, movies. Not the third. Not the third. But no, it's it is strictly Sony writes. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, so, Spider-Man's a Sony thing, right? So they're yeah. not tr- they're not true to the Marvel comics. And I know even, that the Spider-Man yeah, game, the Spider-Man Sony, game, they made a couple licensed games. I do love uh, them, yes. and they're and time. they're Sony PlayStation exclusive games. Yes. Okay. Okay. And that makes the, sense. All right. With with the new fellow, careful uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> with with the Doc uh, Ock. <laughs> with the new now. guy. What's, what's, the, what's the name sorry. of the, the, the new young fellow DP that's playing? Uh, uh, Tom Spider-Man? Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yes. Yeah. yes so the Spider-Man appearance in the Marvel comic universe now, TW, to answer your question, mm-hmm. has essentially been leased by Sony to allow him a, to appear that's right. in the Marvel comic universe. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, and then they made those uh, a couple standalone Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, and then there's a massive... Uh, Sony. Far from home. Yes, there's there's a big maybe not massive, but there's a big Sony hand on that. And then there was a some I don't know if you call it legal trouble, but there was some back and forth on whether Sony because you know Marvel was obviously as big as they were. They wanted Spider Man, like let us take this and run and run with it. And Sony was like, yeah, this is our baby, though. Like, it's we're still making money on it. Like, they didn't want to give it up. Tons and of I, money. They made the Spider-Man. Insomniac made the Spider-Man game. And then the Miles Morales spinoff game. Yeah. And they both did really, really well for Sony. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, there, yeah, there's, uh, there's a little bit of contention. But I think they're working together for the yeah, fans. I, I think Disney part. basically just bought Sony and... Said, all right, yeah. well, <laughs> there's an easy way around this. Yeah. We'll buy you. We'll buy everything and yeah, go from there. Yeah, so. we'll just throw a bunch of cash at you and, and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but those uh, prior film, those prior films are not part of that. Like the Toby Maguire. No, stuff. even no, the and, Andrew, even the Andrew Garfield films, right? Correct. Like, not right. Part of that, right. Yeah, and in fact, if you look at the franchise, the Amazing Spider-Man. If you look at the franchise uh, kind of list, Spider-Man is uh, separated. Mm-hmm. as um, its own kind of branch of a franchise. Yeah. However, uh, the Loki series that just ended, the, the last episode was a couple of days ago, uh, yep. it, this thing happened where they created the multiverse. So apparently the next Spider-Man movie, uh, Andrew Garfield is going to be in it as Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is going to be in it as Spider-Man. So oh, that's right. those They're ones that it. were in their own universe... Yeah. Are now kind of merging into yeah. the Marvel universe. So what? So what about the Spider-Man villains? That they, they, they must be yeah. part of that whole uh, thing. Right? Like Doctor Octopus, will be Venom, back. Venom. Because they would, did they make a Venom movie? Yes, and yes. that's Sony licensed. Right, right. With okay. uh, yeah. with uh, Tom, what's his name? Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Can I just yeah, say something about that, these about these it, comic books? It's interesting movies, with the licenses, yeah. These comic books or comic book movies in general. I love this like this idea is every time something doesn't make sense with a character, they're like, they just decided, well, that took place in another universe. 
Yeah, yeah plot is fine. Just scratch <laughs> that out. Yeah, <laughs> the greatest fucking eraser in the world. Right, yes. exactly. Like, uh, dude, I was watching. I used to watch. I, I used to watch the Flash on the WB, and eventually, I was like, I can't deal with all these fucking universes. Yeah, They've gone to like seven different places. I can't keep track at this point. I love that. It's it's great. Like, do you guys yeah. remember? Uh, do you guys remember the movie Thank You for Smoking when they're when they're with Rob Lowe? And uh, they're talking about the Sector 6's cigarettes. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. how, how, how will that not blow up? And he's like, oh, we just want, write one line of dialogue. Thank God we invented the, you know, whatever. It's like yeah. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we just invented just write one it line of dialogue and you fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think how we invented the whatever. Like, that explains like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's that whole universe. It's just like, oh, it took place in another dimension. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I kind yeah. of love it to be honest. I think it's kind it's of like a cool. magic. All right, yeah, it's, there you it's, go. It's, it's like it's kind of like a yeah. Go fuck yourself to anybody who questions it. I, yeah. I, I, even uh, <laughs> TW to take that even further from a, a comic book standpoint, we're t- we're just talking about the movies, but the comic books themselves, there are hundreds of different branches. Of, yeah, I've read that. I, I haven't read the comic books mm. themselves, but like, and they don't they don't even. I don't like a lot of those. Uh, don't reference the other one it's just oh, right. uh it's just this author is going in this direction right these creators are going in this direction it's very deep right and they did that with deep. batman right they've done yeah. that with batman oh, yeah. so many times and when fa- when fans talk about it they talk about like oh are you talking about the so-and-so uh version right, like or the you- scott or- snyder batman or are you talking about this yeah. other batman so yeah there's it's which i love i i think it's fantastic when a uh a character in a series has so much depth. You don't have to stick to one timeline. You can enjoy it, you know, all different versions. Right. Like Superman Superman can die in some timeline and be totally fine. And has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And has, yeah. 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 So the the multiverse idea kind of glues it together if you want to actually put some perspective. Oh, totally. It, but... Totally. Totally. EP. Yeah. Do you have anything else about about this? I want to do one more thing before we go, but if you have if you have anything, um, have at it. I, I just w- one quick thing. I, I think you guys will enjoy this, and anyone listening, you can look it up. Uh, just the other day, uh, Ryan Reynolds put out a video of him as Deadpool, sitting with a uh, Korg, voiced by Taika Waititi. <laughs> oh, Wow. Talking about Ryan Reynolds' new movie that's coming out, Free Guy or whatever, which is directed by oh, Taika White. Right. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. it so really? See Deadpool. Is it by yeah. So really? Deadpool and Korg are I hanging didn't know out that. talking. Where, where Reynolds plays like an NPC in a video game? Yeah. 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 I've, been looking, I've been looking forward to it. I had no idea. It was I didn't know it was Taika. I, I didn't either. I'm but, yeah, absolutely watching that. Yeah. yeah. Taika is must see every fucking yeah. time. Appointment yeah. viewing. Appointment. Yeah, viewing. absolutely. Like the, that dude has not missed yet, and I don't no. think he will anytime soon. So no. Oh, I gotta Maybe see so. that. Yeah. I, I had that on my radar anyway, and knowing that he's me he's, too. Uh, he's directing it. Uh, it's not a must. Yeah, yeah absolute, absolute must. Hey, so guys, before we call it tonight, I just want to. I, I referenced this article earlier. Um, about the highest grossing franchises. Yeah, we want to run. Th- we want to run through the top ten really quick before we before we call it. Mm, yeah, yeah. 10. hit me with ten. All right. So actually, real quick, number eleven is the DC Extended Universe. Okay. Extended Universe. DP knows what the fuck that means. We'll talk about it later. Um, number ten, Middle Earth. 
Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh, and the okay. I've never seen any of those movies, so I can't. Um, well, those are huge when they came out. That's a total of six films. I need to see them. It's just not my thing. I've I don't know if you need to, but they, you know, it. at the time when they came out, they were massive. Okay, so that was that's number ten. It made worldwide about just under six billion dollars. Uh, number nine is Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, it made a lot. Well, because that's spanning over like. 20 something years right 30 yeah years. yeah and by the way it's not uh this article is not consistent with the number so i'm not going to keep throwing uh money figures out there but number eight is jurassic park yeah and that's okay. only like five films and that's like five billion i think yeah i mean spielberg i mean everyone yeah. comes out for that uh number seven is x-men yeah so that's uh uh what kind of we were touching on earlier with a, a handful of different people, but Hugh Jackman yeah. was uh, one of the and, only consistent characters in that. Yeah, and Deadpool is technically in that X Men universe, right? Mm, well, I don't know a if they were different would version it. of Deadpool. Yeah, okay, but it was okay. played by Ryan Reynolds. That's the true. whole thing. Okay, yeah, I don't know if you would put uh, Deadpool one and two in there. It's a number whole thing. Number six is Spider Man. Yeah. Um. So I guess it's not. It's that. Is That's that like six or six? Yeah. Seven movies. Okay, number five. I don't think this will shock anybody. Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter is. I refuse uh, to see those. I've but... got I've got some uh, notes on that one. That's ten films. It began in two thousand one, so that's over twenty years. There's uh, they call it the Wizarding World. So it's all yep. the Harry yep. Potter oh, films. Harry plus, Potter plus, and plus the Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they've they've uh, got one or two more Fantastic Beasts movies slated for yep, the future. They do. They do. Yep. Do you have a up. monetary value behind that, TW? Because I do. Uh, I see worldwide box office about nine billion, nine point two billion, nine point one eight b- 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 okay. billion dollars. There you go. There you go. I have never um, seen a single Harry Potter movie. Nor hey, me neither. Wow, the entire console hasn't. I've seen no, no, no. I've seen them all except for the second. Fantastic oh, you have. Piece. Okay. Uh, number four. I heard it was terrible. Number four is Batman. Just in general, mm-hmm. awesome, yeah. awesome. Okay. Number three, like we've talked about, Marky was uh, Jam- your James Bond pick. Uh-huh. Number one, uh-huh. DP. Number one was Marvel. Do you guys know what number two is? Fast no, and Furious. Got to be Star Wars. It is DP. It's Star, Star, Wars. Be Star Wars. Not right? no, yeah. not right. over. Uh, and in what regards? Because um, the Marvel have... Cinematic Universe was number has... one. No, Marvel's number one, Marky. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So, yeah, Star Wars is number two. AJ, do you say Fast and Furious? Yeah, where's that at? Yeah, that, that... That's not a top ten. Nope, it is. Wow. Hold on, wait for it. Give it's me like a minute. nine films. Indiana wait Jones is 12. Uh, Fast and Furious is 14. Okay. Nine, okay. I, th- well, I think that's nine films. I, I don't know why like I forgot about Star Wars. Billion. Lost my mind there. Guys, bro. by the way, Shrek is 15, and there were only yeah. how many? Nice. Uh, Shrek Three? is four. Four? Okay. Oh, yeah. Plus some spin had like point. Shrek yeah, the yeah, Halls yeah, 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 and yeah. shit, too. So, yeah. Yeah, also, they, did, they did some straight to video stuff, too. I Sam, Sam said that was her f- favorite franchise when I was yeah, telling her. Hey, guys, the, the only other thing that I'm like. I told you guys when I, I picked Rocky, the, I, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do Rocky. I was thinking about doing Born. The only other one that I would have considered, since at number 20, which was Jaws. I was thinking about Ooh. Jaws, uh, but I went with Rocky. So I've, I've got a, another stat for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to guess, it, I think this might coincide. It's uh, uh, two stats for the, the top tier here. 
Uh, do you want to guess what is the longest running franchise? Oh, and I, I believe it is also the most films in a franchise. I would have thought it was Bond. It's a little bit of a stretch once I tell you what it is, but I think you will agree it's the longest running and it has the most films. And I will tell you this to give you a hint. Some of the films are international, like they originated from uh, another country. Uh, and they're still making them currently. Like there's one that just came out. Planet of the Apes? Uh, close. That's, that is very old, but doesn't have nearly the amount of films this one does. The only other one I can think of is like Peter Pan. This one. No. So James, James Bond had 25 films. This has uh, 11 more films than that. Wow. Oh, do you guys have any guess on this one? What country did they originate from? Oh, there you go. Japan. Oh, King Kong? Close. Godzilla? Godzilla. Godzilla? And Godzilla. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 67 years. Started in 1954. 36 films. Jesus Christ. I wasn't I able tell to you find... what, These last ones that came out, Godzilla, King of the Monsters and uh, shit, fun-ass movies. They I, were, I they watched were, them They all. were fun. They weren't they're not good, good they but were they're fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not good that's at all. all. That's all they're meant to be, right? I couldn't, yeah. find, I couldn't find a uh, monetary value on that series. Maybe nobody knows since it's mm. been going on for so long. But, it's Godzilla. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. 36 movies 1954 was the first one yeah started in japan okay. now like a, you know they're still making them today um in fact they, they call it the monster verse now because they've had uh, this oh my god string. really love it well love recently it. they've had this string of them kong skull island yeah, god versus godzilla versus kong godzilla king of the monsters they've had this little revamp lately but uh in total godzilla the character has had 36 movies do you guys, uh, AJ, Tim, do you guys remember Creature Double Feature? <laughs> it's on like mm. Channel 38. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they used to show like, yeah, back to back Godzilla movies on, uh, on Channel 38 when we were kids. <laughs> Jesus. Mecha Godzilla. I remember the Kung Fu stuff. <laughs> yeah. Godzilla versus Mothra. I want to take you out to dinner and then I want to go back to my apartment and watch Kung Fu. What movie? Come on. Don't you, Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Come on. All right. Sorry. 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 All right. Um, Marky, what else you got? You got anything else? This is, uh, um, first of all, I want to say great job, guys, because this, this could have been episode. Like, we literally yeah. probably could have done an entire episode on just Rocky or just any of the, I mean, yeah. well, me personally, I could sit here without any of you guys and talk Rocky for four fucking hours because I'm yeah. a lunatic. Um, but I'm about uh, to pop Rocky three on right now. Rocky three is amazing. AJ, the ending sequence where he throws like seventy four fucking punches in a row and Clubber yeah. can't hold on, dude. It, it, you'll you you might rub one out over it. It's that good. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, well, but every, no, Marky, every any, shot gets that. Yeah, one one thing I just uh, you kind of hit on some of the the notes that I had for these like franchises as a whole. But one thing I wrote down that I highlighted is in regards to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And again, I, I feel like shows how impressive it is. They have 24 movies to date. Uh, the most recent one being the Black, the Black Widow one. They've done that over 13 years. So James Bond has 25 movies 
over 59 years. Well, mm. the thing is, Mark, it has such an, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has such an unbelievable mainstream appeal yeah. that you could just throw anything out there and people are going to well, go see it. Even if it's like shit. Three, and I'm not, three, and I'm, not year. I'm not saying it's shit. I'm saying you, they could throw shit at the wall and people would go see it, but yeah. they're actually doing good stuff, which yeah. is 20, 24 includes Black Widow. It does. Yes. 24 is the highest number, though. But anyways, yeah. um, <laughs> they start in. What about 30? <laughs> Wow, this is so off the rails. (laughs) If there is one single listener that gets that What About 30 reference, please email us. You will be a guest on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, absolutely the prize. Um, Guys, before we before we close it up, can I tell you about one thing that happened to me today that I think you guys will love because it's movie related? So, you know, at, at my job. Uh, everyone knows that I do a podcast, a movie podcast, and they ask me about it on occasion. But my boss tonight said to me, he's like, hey, you recording the podcast tonight? And I said, yeah. And he asked me what it was. I told him what it was. And then, then he started like Googling f- movie franchises on his phone. And uh, he brought up Austin Powers, mm. yeah. which technically, right? And suddenly, right? the whole So it's me, him. There's like six people all in like this like, uh, bullpen suddenly everybody is just throwing fucking austin powers lines out <laughs> my whole staff suddenly because i because i i just look at i looked at bill who's my supervisor and i go i go uh we have sea bass and, and he goes right and the karen who's the office manager goes uh are they ill-tempered <laughs> and, like, and then I'm like, they are mutated sea bass. And next thing you know, everybody is just throwing fucking Austin Powers lines out. And this went on for like an hour. And I say this, I tell this story because that's why we do this fucking podcast. This is like this, that's what we love. We love to like come together as as a group, whether it's us or our friends or our family, and talk about the way we love these movies and these and it's it's universal we can just sit there and just laugh about a fucking movie that's so ridiculous and i did that today with a bunch of my coworkers, and it was so fucking fun so like mm-hmm. that's that's basically what spawned this podcast was us just like having a good time and riffing on movies so it was a really fun moment and then i'm like hey assholes listen to the podcast we fucking need to the, you know <laughs> that, yeah. that was great we're but, trying um, to reach 100 yeah, so it was uh, it was just a really hilarious moment, and then suddenly uh, someone brought up the the beginning of Austin Powers two with the Jerry Springer scene, which is for me one of the funniest fucking scenes in movie history. Get this jerk out of here! Yeah, <laughs> who you calling jerk? Like, that whole thing, it's so good. So uh, I just thought you guys would like that. It was a nice moment out That's of my nice. day where suddenly like this this woman who like we never talked movies before suddenly she's like, oh, are those ill tempered sea bass? <laughs> <laughs> What do I got to do to get some sharks with freaking laser beams <laughs> attached so to their heads? <laughs> it would have taken it would have taken forever to get through all the red tape. So <laughs> it was just so good. So it was a great moment in my day. It was a lot of fun, and I thought you guys would like it. So, yeah. uh, Marky, uh, great, great pick this week. Who's up next week, boys? Is it AJ? Hey, AJ. Hey, AJ. Uh, any ideas yet? Are you still kind of working through some shit? So I have one idea. Okay. Um, remakes. Mm. I like okay. it. I'm sure someone came up with that before. But remakes, like, you know, we talked about doing Dread, Judge Dread versus Dread, whatever. 
but like dreads the king yeah so doing stuff like that but not just like a remake but like an animated versus a live action like just remaking any film doing it a second time in some other way that's one idea i had so i'm I'm working on stuff i'll figure it out uh get it together let us know this weekend we'll get prepped for it during the week um and uh guys if there's nothing else great job tonight mark you again i I have two things one oh this was this was this was a blast tonight i I had so much fun Mm -hmm. with this topic and two marky welcome back buddy yeah thank you happy you got a vacation hope you had a good time um uh i think we all need a vacation at some point um is that still a thing? Like, Marky, you, you went somewhere, right? Like, you went to, like, a beach or something? Yeah, I went to a North Carolina beach called Topsail Island. It's a, a nice, family-friendly place. And oh, I, like, you know, kicked back, had some drinks, hung out yeah, with the family. Yeah, buddy. Had a good time. And then good. I thought I was coming back to work, but I went into jury service. So yeah. I, I haven't been yeah. to work in, like, what a weird, weeks. What a weird week for you, man. Yeah. A couple yeah. of weeks, so. Yeah. So, uh, all right, boys. Well, Marky, yeah, I echo what AJ said. It was great to have you back. Uh, great topic tonight. Um, really good stuff. Anybody got anything before we call it? Any cathartic stuff you got to get off your chest? DP, you uh, still, uh, you, you want me to give me? another uh, another uh, Dan's TV recommendations? Very quick. It, 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 it was a big hit, so uh, I'll, give, I'll give one more. Season two of I Think You Should Leave is on Netflix. It is the funniest fucking sketch comedy show I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, you've been. I mean, to ch- I've been meaning to check dude, it. It, it is amazing. Season two just dropped. It is hilarious. Check it out. I think you should leave on Netflix. I've watched. Um, uh, I remember watching one or two episodes from the first season, and I was so incredibly uncomfortable. I, I <laughs> yes. couldn't continue. And I've heard yes. it the second season. That is DP's so. humor style. Let's be honest. Yeah, here. I mean, yeah. That's, that's his favorite thing. So. So. All right, boys. Well, great stuff tonight. Uh, we're going to call it a night. AJ is going to be coming back with some good stuff next week. We're going to have a great time. Uh, so for myself, for DP, for Marky, for my boy, the hotshot banker, AJ. Uh, guys, uh, have a great week. You won't hear us again until next Monday. So have an amazing weekend. We love you. We'll miss you until then. Have a great night. We'll see you. Good night. Good night. Love you, Mom. To play us out? I don't know what that means. The movie council is adjourned. <laughs>